are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 61. Gathering storm. That's not gathering. It is already gathered and it is roiling. As Mock, Baron, Scrimcorn, Drustin, Oilvane, Bearjaw, and Aurora stand at the precipice of this uh, this lake edge. The roiling, blizzardy, haily, uh, the haily storm before them. Somewhere in that mess, allegedly. A wind sprite. A feisty one. A feisty wind sprite. Uh, that Balanos needs to power your new airship. I suppose it's believable that this might be the power we need for an airship. Seems a lot more likely than those cow patties Grumbar's always thrown about. Well, I don't think those are cows. I mean, it does seem very windy. If that's what she's going for, I think this is... Yeah, I agree. How <laughs> do we find it? It's just a big puff of cloud and wind. And... Maybe there's an eye to the storm? Hmm. Or like an island, maybe, in the middle of the lake? An island maybe. of the storm. is a good, Maybe? Cause a good I, metaphor. That's me looking for the bright side, otherwise we're walking on water and trying to grab snowflakes out of the air. Scrimps, what do you reckon a wind sprite would eat? Uh, I talked before about uh, what do wind sprites eat. What if this is a creature that that Scrim would kind of know a little bit about? Um, I think it was disdain. Yes, uh, he he did not like. Uh, yeah, Scrim is not a fan of of forest spirits and these kind of elemental kind of things. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different druid's kind of angle. He's, he's not that kind of druid. But uh, what does he know about things like the diet? Like how one would attract a, uh, a wind spread? Um, at the, eat, at the scale, knowledge scale, I'd say two out of three. Do they eat clouds? On spread knowledge. They eat beans. Sunshine? That's where the wind comes from. Uh, magical fruit. A, uh... Yeah, Scrimcorn familiar with the forces of nature as they manifest into these uh, sentient, or at least uh, uh, sentient is the wrong word, into these, these, these creatures. They are, unfortunately, as uh, the, not, not chaotic, uh, the word that means uh, that you don't stick, you don't oh. stick to one decision path. Flighty? Fickle? Flighty and fickle as the uh, as the weather itself, and and I think that's why Scrim dislikes it so much. Uh, the you know the swamp creatures—they're very predictable. But these these sprites, these spirits that can come along, these these elementals—they uh, they can be hard to understand if that's not your focus of study. And uh, but this one here, the when 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 Scrimcorn starts thinking about this, push it harder. That's what she said. Three D. Uh huh. Um, Harder. When Scrimcorn, when Scrimcorn thinks of this, 
What he does immediately see is that if if it's this is a this is a large storm. This is a large force of energy, and it is not a natural weather pattern. I mean, that every single one of you guys yeah tell easily. Um, it, it it's hard to say if a wind sprite was drawn to this place because of a natural phenomenon, or if it is this way because of a wind sprite. And if it is the latter, that is a more dangerous and frightening proposal because this is this is a this is a serious amount of uh, this is a serious amount of of power being thrown around here. How nasty does this look? Does this look like we could feasibly <coughs> walk into it, or is that like walking into a blender? Like this kind of, is like a, I kind of Definitely a in between walking into a blender and walking out on a sunny day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. so we've also that does, that's a very wide range. I'm glad that we've established the, the range. Uh, no, it's barren, you know, sort of sticks his hand into it and stuff. It's cold, but it's not like flash freeze deadly cold. Not not even close to that. Uh, but the as you get pelted with little bits of uh, ice within the within the snow, you know, it starts to sting a bit. And if this were uh, you know a prolonged period of time, or if you have to travel through this, that could start to. Uh, uh, that could start to start to take a toll. It's like polar okay. vortex level cold. I don't know. I have no experience with a polar vortex. <laughs> it was like the day after tomorrow. It's like an ice tornado. Not seen it. I think so that's fictional. Though. Hard uh, for polar me to compare it to that, that, but it's basically what Chicago is right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, less now. I think they've gotten worse. Right. Anyway. I'm sure it's still plenty cold in Chicago. Anyway, yeah, that's that's as, as okay. you know, Baron sort of plays with it. It's like, yeah, this would be, um, this would hurt. This would. Uh, so you, you would not survive standing in there for eight hours. No. Uh, you might not survive standing in there for one hour. Uh, how big is the lake? Speak for yourself. Because that is a, yeah. another consideration when it comes to are we going to find this thing? Is this miles across? According to Drewston's maps, uh, which were pretty detailed around here, a uh, uh, couple miles across. Oh. Wow. So it's a big like a lake tower mile. a couple miles across. Like, like basically, like exactly two miles across. Okay. So this is an enormous lake. This is an enormous lake. Enormous lake. Okay. Um, it's, that just means it's Lots a mile we'll walk to, to the middle, right? We'll have to track the thing somehow or lure the thing somehow, and if we don't know what it likes, uh, there's not much chance of the latter. And if we can't see with a dam in there, well, there's not much chance of the former either. Well, it's the lake of death. I mean, if it's not just the razor wire chopping up all the critters, maybe the thing just likes killing things. So maybe we're the bait. Okay. <laughs> We're here. It doesn't like us. But so more, just bring attention. Throw some fireballs or whatnot in there. See what, see what comes hunting. Yes, more fireballs. I don't know if it comes out. We may have to go in. I don't like the sound of that. But if we're the bait, I like the sound of that. not. I'll go in. Of course you would. I also don't like the idea of <clears throat> fighting here on the dry land with our backs so close to the wall of <clears throat> spooky animals slicing death. Oh, right. Andrustin's well detailed. But there could be spooky animals. Okay. Well detailed maps there. Are there any islands in this the lake? The fucking deal was weird. <laughs> oh, Please. anyone else? Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay, alright, alright. Any um, islands? Yes. Thinking about it? Andrustin's detailed it? maps. It's a really big lake. Are there any notable yeah. islands marked? Justin yeah, says, the detail of the map itself was, uh, not, was spotty at best. He it says, it's almost as if nobody comes out alive. 
Right then. That's what Jason would say. That's well, Drusen. What chance would Onga have of uh, doing a little reconnoitering there? Oh, <laughs> given her survivability and all that in the most dangerous of circumstances. Uh, Onga like ruffles his feathers and like squishes down real low. And he oh. says, Onga can't take much of a beating. I'm afraid the first the first piece of sharp ice that would hit her and she'd be done for. Mark says, well, it doesn't appear that we have much options than to hope after this if we can't find a way to lure it. Tristan takes out a spell book, sits down, and starts paging through it, which you guys should do in case it could come in. I definitely asked him if he updated it. He never fucking responded to me. So I, I assume his character sheet's up today. He plays off of it each week. I, I, I reviewed it then. Um, so, oh which brings us to a uh, thing of, <clears throat> of maybe a, a flashback to us yeah. while we're resting. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, what do we want to bring with us? I've got a few ideas on how to get rid of the wind, at least temporarily. I can get rid of a, a streak of it in a line temporarily, mm-hmm. but... I don't know how long that'll last. Alternatively, I could keep a cyclone going around me, but it would mean that anyone walking within that can see, but has a little slower time walking. You might call it difficult terrain. There are some powerful spells that I could draw upon. I can let us walk on the water. I could also protect a single individual for as long as I can concentrate, up to an hour, uh, have a resistance. Maybe to the cold, but uh, only one is the. So it's only the water, only the water, or no? I could probably do both. Uh, the water is not. I don't have to maintain it, uh, but the there is the protection from the cold. I would, and I can only do it on one person, and I can't do either of those things many times. Can you do I, if if those are an option? Let's see, I could probably do it. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm planning on bringing both wind options: gust mm-hmm. without a character, gust to get rid of a streak, um, and then be ready to do this warding wind around me, which won't hurt um, my allies. But basically, if you're if I go the snake 15 feet wide, I got a 10 foot radius around that. It gives us a pretty big bubble of no fog. But okay. if you're basically within that bubble, it's difficult to rent. So it's probably okay. not. Um, but uh-huh. I, I think that's a good thing to How have. How long does that last? It's like 10 minutes. It's, it's concentration. Okay. It's a gust I can do, and we might be fogged in again. I might have to do that every round, which means I'm outputting no damage and I'm not a snake. Is that a regular well, burst, like, con, like a cantrip burst? Well, it's, I think it's first level. Mark said it. It seems to me like... No, like, Finding this like right to the first priority because simply wandering about in the midst of this cyclone is enough to kill us if we don't even find it. I don't know how I'd go about finding a sprite. Well, as the scrim is saying we'll be able to stay close to him and at least get a visual. If we can stay on the surface and we have light and we have lack of fog, we can look for it the old-fashioned way at least for a little bit. If you guys think that's... Says, uh, well, because bear is water walking, and who knows, maybe the lake itself is frozen when we get deep enough into it. That'll keep us upright. Those are daylight, perhaps from that uh, shiny new ward we found. A little clarity from the fog, or at least get the ball rolling here. Um, does anybody else have any other thoughts about how to go about tracking this thing down? 
don't know. I don't know of a way to 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 attract it. I think that was the takeaway. Was that it's it's flighty and so it's um. You don't know what it eats. But I don't know what it's. It sounds. I don't like, even know if they do eat. It sounds like it, it its seems. preferences were were flighty and so the, it's the, not. The, the, it's more like um. What's the They are hard. They are hard to predict what different ones would like, and this particular situation is very foreign to you. You are finding that with what you're looking at, and especially that weird razor wire that you just crossed, you're like that point. in Scrimcorn's mind has no bearing on a, a, a wind spirit or elemental yeah. of any sort. That doesn't make sense. This is that, not a normal... That, that, that seems spirit. completely out of place mm-hmm. as Scrimcorn puts well, his mind to sort of understand. Should we circumvent the lake? Maybe we're lucky and we lure it out to the maelstrom towards us or learn a bit more about who maybe taken residence here in addition to the, the sprite. Is, is it worth the time? A long hike. I, I vote. I vote. You want to go around the lake, see what we can see? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we, got a, we got a whole day and we've seen so little of this place. I mean, if there's things that are already out of place here. I think we should do that, but set a, a time limit. And once we've reached that, head straight in, over it's the water. It's not that big to me. So we go halfway around and then blaze our way back here. If it's two miles across, that's about... Uh, it's only around three miles around, I, I think. Too bad. Yeah. Or no. So that would six be like, miles. That would be like seven miles. Yeah. Six, six and a half miles. Yeah. We can, That's, we can so. multiply two by three point one. Yeah. I want to be precise. True. Um, How many uh, so yeah, three, he doesn't know this math. Three miles around, Ooh. and then uh, if we haven't seen anything, basically just kind of come through. I mean, six miles. We're gonna walk more. If we're in camp, we're gonna walk more than six miles to get back there. Right. Uh, not in the conditions of this place. This, True. These conditions are, are worse. Right. But, but um, does the we, we may be able to stay out of the conditions though, just circumvent, right? We're not. We're not. Right, we weren't getting hit on the beach. Right. Yeah. But I, I mean. Oh right. Things I, will slow down once we. Right. 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 Shroom thinks we should walk in to the fog, mm. clear the fog, get light, walk on the water, and. Um, Marco likes that idea. Because it it didn't come out when we've been out here. It's not it's not like territorial so far. Yeah. So I think if it is territorial, we gotta I think there's gonna be no way around getting our hands dirty and getting in that stuff. It's probably true. Try to keep it back in character. Right. I I see where you're coming from, Scrim, but you you're the one who pointed out how out of place this strange wire situation is. Just wanna know who we're dealing with. If there's if there's someone trying to keep us in or others out, maybe there's yeah. Uh, maybe we're the gander before we head head into the belly of the beast. <clears throat> so, yeah, ha- a walk halfway around the lake. All right, let's do it. And then shall we s- cut back towards our? Shall we split? Each take half away. Circumference the entire lake. Ah, uh, the DM thinks you should split the party. Yeah, sounds good. Mm. Split. So, okay. so far, what we've been dealing with is uh, it has never burned us before. Is outside the. Uh, Day grade of, of half this group. Which one of us has says, in, the in, with us? in the stories, they always make fun of the parties that split up. Uh, I'm sure the writers who write your stories are, 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 are extremely experienced field commanders. I mean, we could. You want to see all the way there on the lake. Half of us go one way around the lake, the other half go on the other way right, around the lake. We meet on the other side, and then we go in. 
what we don't know can very much hurt us. We're balancing the risks of getting jumped alone and luring it out with knowing the full perimeter that we're dealing with. Is the, 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 the thin, slicey wires, if that suddenly shifts, I do not want us to be in two places. We will be in many places because our body will be... Exactly. Falling. I want to be in as few places as possible. All right. And splitting doesn't seem... Let's stick together. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, so, plan is... Make sure I got this. I'm making so we can walk on the water, and I've also got the protection energy for one person. I'm probably not going to plan on using that, but I'll have it in a pinch. Exactly. Uh, and we're going to walk around the lake. And then you're going to take into a, turn into a snake, and we're going to light the place up and block out some fog and start trekking in for a bit. Sounds good to me. I think that's your best Very option. thorough. As the group begins their walk around the circumference of the lake, how slow are you taking this? How carefully are you, uh, how carefully are you surveying this? Are you just doing a quick stroll to see if you see anything obvious, or are you sort of going? With the, with the razor wire out there. Like. I just grab a stick and just do this as you walk. Just do this as you walk. Just do a kind of a swishy motion. Be careful. It's a swishy motion, and then you'll see if it... Mark kind of looks at Scrammy's like, would you be able to see this coming? Not not predictably. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but I think Bearjaw might have the smartest idea of the group right now. Seems good enough to me. As we're walking, you guys aren't sure how to feel about that. The hour or two back to the lake, look for a good branch or two. We can all just a have a nice branches. long stick. You can get a branch in two seconds. Up. That's yeah. what I do when I want to avoid well, cobwebs. Anybody can get a branch. Mm, I'm looking for a good branch. Carry though. a whole tree. I could. <laughs> a tree I could like, carry like, a whole like, tree. Like a tree. I choose. I thought not you said to. walk for a while. We all branch up. Well, there was the we scene of us discussing out. way back at camp. What we're going to prep spell wise, you know, mm-hmm. coordinating, and then we walked back. We were doing a little bit of. Flipping back and forth. I wait. I wait for Thornwood. Do you decide your spells before we get too much into the thing? As soon as I give you a new element you didn't know about, you don't get to change yourself. Right. That's what all that was. That was us back at camp talking about. I got this. This is all. That was all there because you were talking about sticking your hand in, seeing how dangerous it is. Yeah. I. I I was. That's true. Started saying to to retcon like. Talking about what we had prepared the night before. Because sorry, we I, were... sorry, I had set the scene yeah. that you guys were already there. No, yeah, the reason yeah. to go back. No, right, right, right. But, but just for the, for the to answer your question, um, logistically stuff. So there is a gust that is the cantrip, the one that's a long streak. I am bringing, which is a second level spell. So I have that, and I have the bubble that I'm going to put around me. I'm thinking, put the bubble around me, and I'll go in front, and you guys basically stay at the edge of it, so you're not slowed down, but you have a good. Yeah. Okay. Well, first, you're walking the perimeter. Yes. Right. With branches. Yes. With the, swishing them in the, front of the you. Sweet, sweet buzz. What else are you <laughs> doing? What, what is your? What are you trying to do through this? What are your characters doing as you walk? This is a six look mile for, walk. Look you're gonna for walk signs slow. Signs of what? Mob is looking actively for anyone else who could be involved in this scenario. Like it sounds like there's something out of place. Very much man-made. Looking for people. People. Or creatures. Anything. Mob, yeah. Mob is looking for, for, for people. Anything okay. alive. Anything moving. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's. Imagine walking around a barren lake bed with death on this side and the fog on this side and looking for anything that seems different. Not just swirling fog, not just razor just, wire. Just tell like me, yeah. how meticulously are you searching, or are you just yeah. walking and seeing what you see? Yeah. Mog is trying to cover the ground. I'm hearing you're walking and seeing what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. that's what everyone that's says. perception yeah. versus investigation. Uh, right? No, it'd still be perception, but it changes what you even have a chance of seeing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, hmm. If you're not 
Not coming the beach. Yeah, yeah not you're not coming the beach, basically. You could if you wanted to. Totally. More yeah. hours. Sure. But yes. you, but that's not your objective right now, and that is fine. So, as, uh... See if any part of the beach is different than any other part. One of these rocks is... Oh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, changing zones, or, or ideally, again, we bait the wind sprite out just by walking around. Hey, give me a, a perception check from each of you. And, uh, so... Woohoo! The group begins walking, uh, let's say counterclockwise around the lake. No. And yeah, it's it's big. You know, it's the kind of lake that you're walking... You you have no sense of walking much of a curve around this thing. It's, like, straight, and it's very big. And, uh, I did not beat my passive. Okay. Likewise. This seems right, like a drawn-out on the brain. Can I use the cricket? did not beat my passive. Yeah. So, let's go check out the other. 14 or 15? Damn it! 25! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he sees everything! Scrimcorn is slithering along. Scrimcorn does Snake keep catching thing. glimpses of that uh, of that razor wire out of his right periphery. Uh, not just right periphery, he's looking, right? You see it. And it's sort of steady along that area, along the ridge. The the scenery changes slightly as just the 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 nature of the, the lake edge changes. There are areas where you're now like walking over a bit more rock. Uh, then you are sand, uh, the tree line changes it to be a bit more sparse in some areas. But on the whole, nothing that is uh, drastically different. The razor wire stays there about the same distance from the maelstrom itself, uh, uh, just heading all around. And um, it's Scrimcorn that uh, slithering along the ground, not even really looking for it. As you guys are moving at a pretty decent clip, you're looking for things. Scrimcorn Did sees heat vision? footsteps. One. Footprints. Our footprints? Footprints. Does he see uh, the Goliath's shape? Your footprints. own footprints. It ah. have crossed this area three times. No. Uh, Yo, you it's did a portal gun. gun. It's a portal gun. It's a portal um, gun. There's only one step of footprints. Because uh, <laughs> Bearjaw carried you all. Uh, so he sees so, uh, footprints. Yeah, he. Um, I, it sounds like we've established that he's in snake form now. You're about four miles around going counterclockwise. You're ha- past the halfway point. All right, then. Um, why are you in snake form? That, yeah, it sounded like you had thought that. I do want to clarify he's not in snake form. Yet. I thought you were in snake form. Oh, I thought you were too. Um, Someone said you were. I got confused. Okay. Fine. Scrimcorn's walking along, not slithering along. Just want to make sure no, you're still slithering. Scrimcorn is a very slithering person. He's got the snake staff. In the snake cloak, now, and sometimes when you glance at it, when you glance at when you glance at Scrimcorn from the corner of your eye, you're like, "Did he turn into a snake?" No, no, I guess oh, he's no, still just, just walking. That's weird. No. Could have sworn. Maybe he's just a person who is upgraded. Just when he goes places, he slithers. Well, it's at the point where we you, you anyway. You so he sees footprints. <laughs> he sees footprints. Hashtag not Jafar. Um, so he, uh, so he, like, puts a hand up and he, he quick at first, especially looks around to see uh, if. We've missed something, and there's anyone else out. Here. You look, you like looking, looking for the source of the footprints. Uh, no, you don't see any uh, people. Are the footprints under? Are they within the slicey donut? Yes, the footprints head straight from and into the maelstrom. Into more recently what than the from fuck? 
where you can see that this must have happened in the last couple hours because with the nature of the wind and the, and the maelstrom, like it is, it uh, it's covering it up pretty mm. quick. In fact, these are not obvious. Scrim points at them, it's not obvious to any of you guys. This is, this is the telltale signs of footprints that were there, and the sand has already been getting blasted over it, but there's this, no. there's this depression, and Scrim is a tracker. So he's a tracker, right? and I want to know how sharp his eyes are, how good a tracker is. Can he tell? No, Scrimcorn barely spotted these. Okay. Get that roll. Then, now that he's found them, can he tell, uh, do they have the look of someone who was punched down or in a weird position when they were going through the slicey donut? Ooh, that? Uh, you can only tell that they're about the size of a, uh, you know, a okay. bipedal person. Okay. Not a, you can tell they're not from a giant and they're not from a fairy. Okay. But, like, they're so blown over that even spotting them at mm-hmm. all was a remarkable feat. There's footprints going in, most recently, right here, straight into the maelstrom. Well, this seems like a good place to go in, then, if someone else is going in here. stares at the snow. Let's mark it, if they are already on the decline. So if we come out, we know which direction they're headed. You want to scoop some dirt out about? That'd be pretty yeah, easy um, enough to mark uh, it. He'll use uh, mold earth to basically just make a, um, make a mound, actually. The, yeah, a divot will fill with snow. Boop. He makes, he makes a... Oh, a mile marker. So he makes a mound, and Scrimcorn estimates looking at that, that it'll probably last about five hours before it'd be hard to even spot it again. That's good. Five hours to make use of this little marker. Let's, uh, let's head in. Well, shall I prep now? Can we leave any sort of, uh, alarm should the person return? Like a bell? Oh, maybe Drustin can. I do. Beyond my... I, I could have if I had thought of that. <laughs> well, so the footprints came from the white, the the sharp wires. Looks like they walked right through it. Wow. Wow. Uh, Baron is all right then. Got around. Incorporeal. Uh. <laughs> although before he does, he pokes at the water's edge here with a stick because he wants to see if there's some hidden path or something. The, uh, it just uh, dips into the water. Okay. No path. No magical path. Good enough. Um, gather around then. And uh, this is going to take a bit. Because he's casting <laughs> like, water walk. But did as... you consider that Jehovah starts with a nine? <laughs> oh. ah. I was a little late on that reference. It's okay. Uh, That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is water walk. Uh, normally takes an action. I'm casting as a ritual because it is that tag. Um, it'll last an hour. Uh, and I can target da, 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 up to 10 willing creatures I see within range. And the range is within 30 feet. So I don't have to touch you or do anything weird. We can just hang <laughs> out here for a minute. Why would you do you to concentrate? Don't have to touch you uh, or do anything no. weird. No, it it's a one and done. So I just cast it, lasts for an hour. All right, those are the mechanics. Give us the mechanics. <laughs> Give us the flavor. Uh, so Baron sort of says, all right, sit here quietly. And Baron kind of sits down, gets comfy, and... Uh, just sort of starts offering in sort of like dwarven, like old dwarven. This is less like his other spells where he's just sort of summoning a sudden burst of power. This is more uh, uh, sort of, I don't know, focusing on some various, you know, dwarven chants and things. So it's sort of kind of rhythmic and a little sing-songy. Um, sounds a bit like sort of Hebrew chanting. Um, hmm. Yeah, but all in old, old dwarven. While he does that, Mock uses a little soldier's trick from uh, from the field and sets up a, a couple of little stone 
very, very shallow stone pyramids of the snow. Something very, very likely to get knocked over at the uh, by any passerby, um, as an indicator of whether something came in behind them. Um, you know, not not going to alert them. The wind could be an issue. He's setting up like a little stone, some, some stone kind of stacks that could be knocked over by. You a know, like those little. Yeah, um, you can, Can't. you can, you can. Mark can have some amount of uh, uh, assurance, but with the, with the amount of wind and just like chaos blasting here, well, a little yeah. tricky to set it up. He'd have to tailor it. Again, the threshold is what can withstand the. Average, the average. Yeah. And you got 10 minutes while Baron's doing that. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, so what is it? You know, what? Give me a little. Baron sees his cousin messing with rocks. And approves. It's just, it, it seems it's just that. Like, here he is, he's just picking up stones of different rocks. weights, and he's trying to find them smooth so they can. There's some easy mechanical action, but heavy enough that they're not getting blown over by the wind. And you see a couple of attempts of kind of like small stone piles get, get thrown over by just the ambient forces before he kind of dials it in, right? Not too heavy, not too light. Um, and then put some, like, just, again, thin powdered snow over it. Um, sets up three or four of them along the path, uh, ho- hoping to create some sort of indicator if, if, uh, if, if, they, uh, if they're followed in or, or if someone passes so here. Kind of just gets sucked into watching him do yeah. this. This is, this is like children playing in the snow. It's very, and it, suddenly Mock is doing this. It's like, a very... That's a very tactile exercise. Yeah, and he's good at it too. Right. That's the weird thing. Is like it is weird. Fairfax right. couldn't possibly uh. attempt that. Mm-mm. And at the end of the ten minutes, uh, it sort of comes to a little bit of a crescendo, and there is a brief sort of uh, divine uh, light as sort of Barrett sort of finishes it off as like, and Morden, bless these my allies with your. Blessings, my heart. <laughs> just, just bless them. Bless your ability to hearts. walk on water. Like, <laughs> to tread where your forge may never burn. Yeah, there you go. There we go. That's pretty good. Like a forge, like. If you drink the hot toddy through the the. Oh my stick, God! You are a delicious. pioneer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Innovator. It's like smoking. innovator. Right so there. that's done. Who could have thought? Smoking your All right. That should last us quite a while. Uh, let's head on in, I suppose. All right. Okay. Now, it's going to get windy. Is it difficult to stand on windy one water? small downside is so we'll be able to see the fog won't be right up against our faces. Just to clarify, we keep talking about this. The fog in over the water is, it is, it is it's obscuring. It's thick. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can't see more than... 15 feet ahead. I want to make sure that this is necessary. Oh, that's more than I thought. I was thinking this was like a solid wall. That's if you got sharp eyes, it's more like five feet for most people. (laughs) I want to make sure this is worth it because Jim says there's a minor downside. If you're within this uh, mini maelstrom, uh, you won't be able to hear anything. It's going to be pretty noisy. I, I think this would be a really fun mechanic to make use of. Scream is going to be completely deafened. Uh, and so will we. If you're within the fogless circle that he's going to make. Which we, cool. which is what we want to be so we can see. I'm thinking, like, I'm I'm moving forward, and then you guys are, like, basically right oh, at the edge. Right on the so edge. So you can so look forward it. and see yeah, it, yeah. but it means you won't be able to call to Scrim, and if you come in here, 
We can't communicate. Well, and you also can't see what's behind you. I do think the way it works. What is the thing that you're casting? So he's basically casting a spell that lasts for like a good hour. It's on concentration. I'm going to get large because it's a radius out from me of 10 feet. It creates basically a bunch of wind around me and hedges out any fog and... Uh, what's it called? Yeah, I need to um, understand the, the... So it hedges out vapor, gas, and fog that can be dispersed by a strong wind. Um, the area is difficult terrain for creatures other than you. The attack rolls of ranged attacks have disadvantage if the attacks pass in or out of the wind. So basically creating a big circle around me. Um, what's the name of this thing? Uh, it is called Warding Wind. Scrimswarm. Scrimstorm. Um, uh, it deafens you and other creatures in the area and it extinguishes unprotected flames in the area that are torch size or small. Okay. Um, it's, I'm excited to use this, and I I am suggesting, as a as a game business thing, that we push the deafened uh, aspect hard because I think we like the crunch. Okay, so We're I, don't even, I don't even think that's crunch. I think that's a core part right. of this. Yeah, situation. that's how it works. I can't yeah. hear you. I can't hear you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, give us a, what is this? Look so like? um, so you guys have seen when Scrim summoned the uh, the lightning before. There was not a lot of he wasn't uh, smashing eggs or breaking earthworms or something like that. There's a little bit more of an elemental kind of thing and you see him kind of concentrating and then he just kind of lets out this, it's like a long like cough kind of guttural and it gets louder and louder until it is deafening and the wind picks up around and it's specifically going in a circle um, as, uh, as you can tell he's harnessing the elements which he does not do as much as interacting with creatures. Um, this is not like powered by a whole bunch of uh, moths or something. So it is spinning around him, and then he uh, turn, and then you see him take the form of the uh, the large snake, the, the the huge snake you guys have seen before, and the circle expands a little bit more. And so now I believe it is a ten foot. So it's it should be a thirty five foot uh, diameter circle of of fogless area, or that's how big the wind is. Um, and he starts moving in. Uh, Towards the middle of the water, uh, over the water, presumably not falling in. I don't know if you punked us with. Baron was pranking the whole crew. Or did you walk out of water? Oh, God, God. I cast yes, lead bones on you. This whole thing was a what do you know about Morden uh, trivia <laughs> thing, and Morden can't cast that um, unless you have power. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he does this little thing, summons the elements, and then starts moving in, and uh, that's a death snake. That's one deaf snake. That's one deaf snake. That's so, a deaf leopard. So I have um, my spell slots. So and everyone has a good break. Oh yeah. Scrim snake. Now. Scrim snake. Snake swarm. Now he is a snake. No. He is now a snake. Slithering, a giant snake slithering along the water as scrims. Uh, uh, there's a wind swirling around you now. It's a yes. scrim storm. And it is super loud. Um, but how big is the end of your tail? <laughs> Weird. Weird question. Could someone grab it comfortably? No. As I mean, I might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as the uh, as you see Scrimcorn's uh, wind start to take shape, it begins to fight with this uh, uh, with this maelstrom that you are entering. And on the side, the maelstrom is swirling mostly in one direction. Big spiral, big 
clockwise uh, uh, motion. Sure. And as it slams into the side of Scrimcorn's, uh, Scrimcorn's now windy aura around him, it does give in a bit. Two, three, four feet it pushes in against. But as Scrim's winds just whip against it, the ice and snow and uh, uh, and and other debris flying through the storm do get shunted off to the side and uh, and go around Scrim, actually creating a bit of a teardrop shape on the other side as the as the debris then closes in as it swirls in. So on your left side, there's actually like this more like a long tail of clearness, and on the right side, it's sort of smushing in, creating a. Hurt. Now that I think about uh, it, uh, and it is a Valentine's Day themed it's a game. Valentine's Day miracle. Uh, and so, yeah, pushing through, and you guys can see that if you fall behind, I mean, it's not like if you fall immediately behind his aura, it's immediately detrimental. It's just painful and cold, uh, but you can take a couple steps forward and get back in it. Okay. How uh, slowly is Scrim moving forward through this? Um, is he slowed down by? Is is the something? Is is there anything stopping him from moving full speed? Uh, no, not with your spell active. Um, okay, he will. Uh, is the dwarven speed right now? Twenty five. Sorry, we get slink. Next twenty five. Um, he's gonna move twenty five, but he is going to even uh, even if it's at the cost of him not having a good sight in front of him. Like, he's not paying as much attention in front of him. He is frequently checking behind him to make sure no one's fallen behind or a battle is broken up. So he is... I'm foregoing... we're not in the little right. donut apart. We're going right on the edge, is the idea. So we can maintain our hearing. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're staying outside of it. Yeah. Right, so, so we're not deafened. Okay. That uh, might change as soon as we get into it and discover it's shit. Yeah. So as you're uh, as you're moving forward at a at a what, what pace did you say? You uh, twenty five feet. Oh, you're, so you're gonna full you're um, gonna full, full walking until full walking um, walk like a sort of power walk forward. Yeah. But easily for some easy for someone to, to jog forward and sure. change the distance. Okay. Yeah, they could catch it. Uh, all right. Yeah. So it takes how fast even is that? Like twenty five. I mean, like let's just say let's like not average do, walking don't, speed don't, is two don't, miles an hour. I, yeah. Let's hour. not express it in. We are not in. Um, we're not in combat, so let's not talk about uh, squares per. I think two miles an hour is it's, a, it's a, a it's a brisk walk. About yeah. as fast as you walk as two you would walk with a person who's a lot shorter than you. Two miles an hour, as Mox said, going about two miles an hour through here, and uh, and yeah, as you uh, as you stay outside of the circle, Bears are staying outside of it as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So everyone's outside of the circle. Yeah, everyone. That, that was our okay. tactical plan. Uh, Bearjaw and uh, Oilvane. Are uh, are most comfortable in the situation, uh, but Mock, Baron, Drewston, and Aurora all uh, it gets it gets painfully Jeez. cold very quickly. I mean, after after a few minutes, it's like, ooh, that's uh, that's starting to hurt. My and then after and then after crazy. only ten minutes or so, it's like this could cause damage to my body and skin. Uh, as it is, as it is cold, and what is happening is, as the ice is slamming into you, it is sticking to your body. It is, it is. Uh, the armor is like, like locking up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're, the armor you're in the armor. Is great protection. And in the exposed area, it's like it's, it's like sticky ice that's uh, uh, it's coming in. You have to like sort of scrape it off. Well, uh, Baron's beard is quickly coated. Oh yeah, Baron's beard is just a uh, is just a, uh, a big old beard Santa beard. Oh well, yeah. I mean, uh, 
I mean, Mock's gonna try to do what's wise here, and if the if the scrim zone is the idea was we were gonna be riding against it, but if the hail is so crushing and like the gale force winds are deafening enough, he is not gonna be beyond above or beneath stepping into that zone and testing the waters on the other side. Yeah, now it's not um, warm inside Scrim's thing because it's still winds fast enough to be deafening. Correct. But there's no more ice pelting you and you've been walking through the the wintry snow of the northern uh, Faerun for so many months now that that you can handle. You got the gear for it. Yep. It's this... if anyone steps out of the scrim storm, I'm thinking that maybe Oil Vane and Bear Jaw, who's up there, could provide windbreaks for people. So that oh, they stay standing, standing on the right side, uh, right side uh, creating a bit of a windbreak for the yeah. left. Yeah, the the um, the cloak of summer, uh, as far as the cold, it's holding strong. You're getting pelted with bits of ice, but without the without the the cold trying to chill your body, the ice itself, while a bit stingy and painful, is not, um, you don't feel like it's m- at like much hail. risk of causing lasting Well, it's harm. between, you know, 30 degrees versus, like, 60 degrees of wind chill. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Like yeah, you get, you get no, you get no wind chill, because that's what the Cloak of Summer are doing, and Bear Jaw is just Bear immune jaw. to cold weather. Like, yeah. this is, the cold bothers her not at all, and the ice and I the snow. I was born in there's colder a physical, again, There's a physical impact from the, from the debris coming through here, but it's fairly minor if you don't have the cold. These, these are not conditions that normal nature couldn't simulate, and they have, and Bear Jaw has lived it. <laughs> Indeed. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Um, like so yeah. Superhuman or it takes uh, it takes some time. But just what are you doing as stuff. you're slithering through this, just straight forward? He's looking around, but like I said, he's following the footsteps. I would. Baron's suggestion. Well, there are no footsteps once it goes into the water. Baron's suggestion was aim for the middle because yeah. that seems like, like if I take, was a, take a heading. Scrimgorn, oh, are there a survival check Ooh. to be able to navigate in yeah. such unusual situations to be able to get to the middle and not just end up on the shore 90 degrees from where Yeah, this is start. really, I how's your sense of direction? Because you're walking assist. through a blind storm on water. It's not like there's any landmarks or tracking here. I am in the scrim storm and I would assist. Okay, that would be good because I do not have the cricket. Okay, I rolled a six. What'd you get? I got a three. So total of seven. Um, wait, no, no, are you assisting me? I am assisting. Is there some dwarf thing? Plus. Where you okay, always it's not a plus. Never mind. I did get that three though. That three. Okay. Is, that three okay, so is I got a six. So total of twelve. Total of twelve. All right. Okay. It takes. Uh, there's a bit of uh, uh, there's a bit of confusion a couple times as uh, you know maybe mock. Like sort of stops uh, Scrimcorn, like points a couple ways, like looks at the way the water's moving, like change direction, and the rest of you can see, like oh, all of a sudden, like thirty degrees to the right, and then like going forward, it's tough. Like like you said, there's no landmarks. It's walking on water, but that being said, it's still it's still nature. There's still uh, uh, the magnetic poles. There's still the water moves a particular way and the the landscape underneath the water, not that you can really see it, is different and that causes subtle bits of differences. The storm is going as high as you can see. Um, And so you're completely obscured there, which is the roughest part, you know, because that's obviously one of the most important parts of navigation. Um, How convenient. So it takes a bit longer, but... After about now, wait. How long does your thing last? I can gush it again. An but hour. Water walking's an hour. 
Oh. Uh, okay, so water walking is an hour. You're walking two miles an hour, and it's two miles in diameter. Yes. So we'll get to the middle. If you walk straight there and roll better than a 12. Yeah. Yeah. So we may have to re-up on this cast. But we, in which case, I'm going to revisit. We did talk about tying, lashing ourselves to one another. I'm going to oh. assume that you did again. Yeah. And we, we had agreed, and I wanted to make sure that we did do that again. We are tied to each other, right? Okay, so you are coming up on an hour. Yeah. Can you tie a rope to us? Okay. Um, I don't want to drop in the water. I'm sorry. I, uh, I did misread this. I did not realize. Warding wind, the thing I have going on, that was an hour. It is 10 minutes. So that cut off. Oh, okay. I will re-up it. Um, but it costs spell slots, and how many of those you got? Yeah, mm-hmm. you got snake too. Um, the oh. snake lasts for a while now that I'm sixth level. Okay, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't cast, cast. Snake, but I can't cast while I'm a snake. How Shoot. tall is the snake? I mean, like the how thick is the? Well, do you want to just retcon now that you know? Just say you, you stay scrim. Um, smaller smaller zones, so you can re-up. Uh, yeah, so if, if that's, um, yeah. No, call it, call it the first hour. Call it the first hour. We already did a bunch of storytelling. Okay. I don't okay. want to do the storytelling. It's okay. good narrative we got going. Okay. But so, that would have uh, blown all his slots to maintain that the first no, hour. No, I'm not saying that. That's no, not no. what you, that's not what you tactically we're, did. We're keeping it going. Just, keep it, just keep it going. Okay. Not, right. not, a, not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but you are in the middle of the thick of it. Uh, both Mock and Scrim are pretty certain that you're, you've gotten pretty close to the middle here. There's been like a little bit of winding, but uh, if there is a middle, if there's something notable in the middle... Uh, Mock is like, has another rope, and he's like dropping it down to try to find the lake bottom, and he's just like telling it's getting deeper, right? He's just like, yeah. I, he's got a 50-foot rope down, and he's like, I'm not, I haven't touched anything in like two Actually, minutes. what has happened is okay. uh, Mock has started to feel ground again as if it is rising, and uh, Mock is is certain enough that you're not, you have not like gotten turned around and headed back to the shore. Yeah. So you're hmm. finding land coming back up. Uh, if worst oh, comes to good. worst, uh, I can cast water walking as not a ritual, and it's just an action. Well, you are at the hour mark. So uh, I don't know about trying to cast a ritual, all of us sitting here for ten minutes in the snow, if that would even go well. Well, mock ma- the circulates information like, though the, the lake bed is rising, we may be approaching an island of sorts. He says, uh... What do we do, Bairn? Uh, also yelling because he can't hear. He <laughs> yeah. just talk louder when you can't hear. Uh, he makes a call and uh, he says, "Gather close!" As um, and sudden flash says, "Muradin, extend your blessing to my allies." As uh, what he did in a minute, he's now doing in an instant. As uh, there's a brief flash of light and you. What level spell is that? Third. There's a third That's level a spell. Third level spell. Kaboom. So that was a third level spell slot to refresh that. Um, Not as original. feel the blessing of Morden renew over your bodies as your, uh, as your, you know, your your feet, which are just divinely, uh, you know, just catching on this uh, on this water, which oh, it probably doesn't like wear off slowly, but it was like. There's just a sense of more stability and confidence. It's not like it was sagging in. It's just as you step, there's just like... It's so weird because not only do you get like... Not only does it feel solid, but you also feel traction. Right? Yeah. Like, if you're walking on a marbled surface, you have you have a solid feel, but it's very slick, especially if you're wearing kind of like a leather boot. The fact that you have like traction on the water, very strange. Yeah. And What's the surface of the water too. like? Yeah. Is it like waves? Is it glassy? No, so it's um, it's 
it's oddly still. It's moving generally in the direction of this uh, of this clockwise uh, uh, maelstrom, but it's not. It's not creating big waves. It's but it is sort of like rushing, like mm-hmm. underneath your feet. There's a current, which is one of the challenges. But also your main. Oh, I think about it. It's your main thing mm-hmm. that you were able to latch onto to navigate mm-hmm. is a predictable flow of the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if all of a sudden it's going right to left instead of left to right, you're like, yeah. we've gotten twisted. It's like not quite that simple because the wind is not a perfect going like this. It is a, It is shifting. It is. It, it, it has the chaos of real wind. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's that's what's causing you to like get a little bit delayed, but you're, the, but you're able to use it to, to make progress. And you find your feet uh, more steady and it's another... Uh, it's another 20 minutes or so. I was mocked occasionally checking it. Ground rising. Yep. Uh, I can de-snake do we, if we want to re-up the... What do you, how do you want to approach the... Oh, yeah, the, I forgot. You were going to... Uh, so, first off, I feel more comfortable if you had an inspiration for that uh, misstep on mine. Uh, yes, that is what we um, do, huh? How we do it. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I, I feel a little, a little frilly. How many are you up to? No, it's just you have it or you don't. So you have it or you don't. Have you done? Now I have it. Sure. So, so everyone start cheating. Um, yeah. So, uh, but uh, at this point, what do we do? We want to um, have it be the ten, the ten minute. Uh, yeah, it's ten minutes. Okay. Uh, so he, he will desnake, recast it. Um, he will recast it for the next ten minutes, and then if we uh, and another ten minutes pass, you're getting closer. And but it's and I'll cast it. Again. And, and there's plenty of space for mock. Aurora, Baron, Drusen to stay within that zone. And so yeah, the zone shrinks when Scrimcorn turns back into his uh, human form yeah. and uh, sorry, half elf form. Uh, let's not try to be human centric here. Brother. He's a half brother. It's half right. And uh, half right. That's the other half. And so the the zone shrinks as is now his body is smaller and he he reups the he reups the magic, but and now it's, it's like and stays as half elf. And he stays as half elf. And now, but it's a pretty significant impact. Like it's still this like ten foot diameter around him, but without his big mass of being a snake. Now that sort of heart shaped, uh, you know, teardrop shape there. It's Samoan. You guys have to like huddle in a little closer. Mock has to be like a lot closer yeah. to Scrimcorn to stay a lot inside of it. They want to for sure. To um, but after uh, that one is about to run out again, is when uh, Scrimcorn leading the way sees it first. He sees an end to the maelstrom in front of him, an edge. Yeah, you see him say, "We look and we peer." <laughs> Uh, and his elven eyes. His elven eyes. And starts walking towards that. Motions to what he what he sees. I mean, it's like 15 feet in front of you. Cause that's all you can see. So yeah, yeah it's it just saying point. you see it in case you were going to change tactics. So uh, no, he 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 knows his spell is like right on the precipice. Right, of running that's why he wants again. to get out of this, uh, this icy shit. And uh, as he crosses the precipice, his wind still swirling and deafening. And uh, the rest of you cross the precipice of uh, the maelstrom. You see, uh, you see before you. Sure enough, uh, land rising up out of the water, an island, probably a hundred feet in diameter. So small, tiny, very small little island here, in what looks like a a, uh, uh, a decent sized cottage. Hmm. Oh. A, a very pleasant Just tiki bar, right <laughs> on the island. <laughs> And inside this eye of the storm, not even a breeze. Whoa. So pleasant. What's the temperature? As, as Mach looks up, how high does the maelstrom go? 
remembering invitations right. to fly the fuck out if possible. Uh, hang on, I've got different music for this. Uh, yeah. Different yeah, music. Yeah, that might be the best. Bear job flying us out on a rope sounds pretty good. Fucking I agree. I agree. Way better than wandering through that shit. A second time. Uh, as Mach looks up, he sees a column of clear air up as far as his eyes can see. It just goes up until there are clouds. So it's like a core. Like as, a core. The, and the maelstrom is on. That's on, what I'm on, saying. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. the core. It's like wow. this big <sighs> core of the storm, and it just goes up and it is roiling, 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 and then directly up, you can't even see the sky. It's, just, it's a cloudy, cloudy day up above. Good lord, just, we're we couldn't shit. see the top of it when we were out on the outside of the lake. That's. Uh, that's correct, although yeah. you couldn't see it from miles away either. It was as if as you, when you got closer, it started to become more and more present. Mm. Weird. We're in the shit now! But no one hears the kind of that definitely. lets the, the scrim storm die down, because now it's, it's calm here. We're presumably not going to death. I would assume once he can talk, he says it a couple times, and then I, I presume. I would assume who's ever in that cottage is probably someone formidable. We should uh, take caution, but at the same time, we don't have any direct quarrel with them. We're here looking for a sprite. I don't know that the sprites live in cottages. I don't. I never got the impression that, that was a thing they did. There's nothing about. Nothing about. This lake, or what we've encountered so far, seems maybe to be this is a wizard or someone of note who's decided to make this their weird home. Is there any cover to be taken on this island, or is it just like sand and a cottage? Sand and a cottage, Bucking and a tree. We should probably just go knock. There's an apple tree. Be ready for a fight, but yeah, let's. Like that sounds like an, a, an apple tree, like Oakhurst apple tree. Oh, cursed. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's right. They grow no. on rats. Never mind. That was a different tree, and <laughs> apples grow on rats. I forgot. Uh, no, that, it, yeah, no, it's like, like an apple tree, like, with, like, red apples. Crazy. Who's a fox? says, ah, well met, cousin. Let's go knock on the door. Don't see really much else to be done here, tactically. He says, we did see footprints coming in this way. So, hopefully they're home. Yeah. And uh, maybe they know something about sprite collecting. Seems like a nice place to live. Not a lot of visitors. Ah. Uh, quiet. Uses a lot of spell slots to get here and get out, but... Baron looks totally among working. the group. How's Aurora holding up, by the way? Is she okay? Uh, Aurora's like... She's like... Rubbing her arms a bit, she was going in and out of the uh, of the zone. She was like sort of experimenting with the cold, like and, and going in. She's like, but she's like taking it all in. She is wide eyed, like staring she's at that cottage, and she's like looking up at the column. And she's Things like, really took off for her. Didn't we they? are on an adventure. and she's also going. She killed the first man. <laughs> yeah, and everything just kept uh, on going. Walking up to the cottage, brief assessment: How nice of a cottage is this? How um, good is the construction? Oh, better than average. Does it make and, you say, that's a nice cottage? Uh, it makes you say... Trust him, looking at this structure, because he has the availability, looking at some sort of a building or something. Can he tell who made it and when? I don't know. Someone's going to have to look up I think that's his archaeologist thing, right? I got you right here. Features and traits. Mm, 
be in the archaeology <laughs> background somewhere? Maybe, maybe his background. The sweetest. Scroll down some more. Portals. No, that's all these mangoes. What do we got here? Experts, they're they're the brain damaged people. Ooh, like weirdos. Weirdos. The try, try description. The other tab on the bottom. Okay. Is that a thing? So no? It's true. All right, we don't find it soon. I mean, I guess this is kind of more class features. Where, where? Is it? Hang on, I was looking at the background. But I know what he has. If you should, it was made by. Papiatric. It's the archaeologist background thing. Get, trying to get there. Characters, backgrounds, official. Oh, that's... Damn. I don't know what that is on the character sheet. I feel like his isn't showing up. Dust digger. I don't see the background on Historical knowledge. When you encounter a ruin or dungeon, you can correctly ascertain its original purpose and determine its builders, whether those were dwarves, elves, human, yuanti, or some other known race. In addition, you can determine the monetary value of art objects within a century old. So, I okay. guess this depends on not, being a ruin. It is not a ruin or dungeon. dungeon. Not even close. Okay, this so is a house. This is just a house. But good thinking. Yeah, very good. But Jerusalem does go, woo! And he's sketching the house. Gotcha. Uh, Fascinating. A, a, but a, a whale crafted, is there any. I mean, look. Is a whale crafted? A well-crafted cottage. Is there any sort of indication of who might have built this from the simple ar- architecture? Or what it looks like. Uh, it's got the architecture of um, a lot of local surface dwellers. Um, it's uh, perhaps by Mock's uh, sort of eye of being a little bit uh, knowledgeable of these, much less in the non-dwarven stuff, but uh, perhaps a bit of an older style, the kind of thing you would expect to see in a, in a town hundreds of years old, not one founded in you know, the last couple decades. Uh, that's about all you can get. It's not terribly remarkable in its uh, architecture. Right. Um, it is uh, well-crafted, and you can tell it's been added onto. Hmm. Uh, there, there's obvious parts that were extensions, different aging of the wood and such. Uh, Baron looks among the group and uh, at who we have here to sort of be presentable. Um, and he looks at himself and Mark and says, uh, Let's go knock on the door. He says, I, it'd be a wonderful <laughs> option to trade, to simply trade for a wind sprite and walk back just to uh, Silvery Moon. Hey, that sounds like a lovely choice to me. I would love for you to use your mercantile abilities to get us out of this. I'll ensure that I pay a price for, for our group. Step no up the door and give it a wrap. I'll, I'll pay yeah. twice my share in gold if we can walk out with that. You knock on the door. A little uh, paper slot. In the door. The mail slot opens. Don't know what those are called. What do they have uh, here? An eye slot? Yeah, it's like, like, like an eye slot. A peephole, but like... It immediately slides open, and you see blue skin, white eyes staring at you. Looks at Mock, looks at Baron, and then shoop, slams it shut. Does that look like a wind sprite? Does it look like a wind sprite to me? No. Uh... Knock again. Yeah. And then you hear a... Kathunk, kathunk, and a little metal latch, and the door opens, and he says, Who are you? How'd you get here? Ultra Hermit. Uh, we walked on the lake. 
You see, standing before you, a uh, a tall man, blue skin, head to toe, white hair that stands up on end, uh, wearing some uh, modest leathers and uh, just a leather vest with his uh, blue chest showing. He's got some nice jewelry around his uh, neck and on his uh, and on his arms, and he holds in his hand. A staff. Does it look like he a, is, bu- a blue human or a blue? It looks elf? like a genasi. They call them okay. lumens. Oh. Which some of you may, I mean, you've been around, so you've seen them occasionally, but they're not common. Not common. Not at all. Uh, probably less common than even drow. Probably less common than seeing a goliath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is Baron Baldurk. This is my cousin, Mock Fullhammer. We bring the word of Morden. Better Jaw, Oil Vane, Trustin, uh, Scrimcorn, and Aurora. Uh, we're oh. looking for wind sprites. Do you have one? It says, Do you know what this means? I don't. It means my protections don't work! <laughs> and he slams his door open and he says, Come on in. Wow. And he takes a couple steps inside. Ah, uh, thank you. Cranky fella. For your hospitality. Uh, We literally have nowhere. No offense intended. (laughs) Is and now that we've gotten here, do from from our here, does it feel like it's roughly the center of the lake? (laughs) You were pretty certain that's the way you were headed. That was the. Um, It's a good spot for an island. And. We you were gonna amazing, put an island like, somewhere. Diverse of tactic to just put it like right next to one of the sides. Like, There's like twenty feet in. One chair at a wooden table, and like one uh, uh, more like comfy sort of padded fabric There's chair. One chair. I don't know what a medieval version of a lazy boy is, but that's what it is. An island. Um, great chair. A great chair. A throne. Yeah. A throne. And uh, uh, nowhere else to sit. And he says, "Uh, he says, come in, come in." He I says, only have one. Uh, first. Tell me how you got here. Uh, swell, we, uh, I used a divine ritual that allowed us to walk on the surface of the water. Uh, and, uh, I was able to deflect some of the, the chilling, the chilling icy winds with, uh, some magic of my own. I mean, it was a very good protection. We just were very determined. And the, the strange threads on the beach, we just sort of dug a trench under them and went under that way. That was less effective. He puts his hands in, uh, he puts his head into his hands and he just collapses onto the chair and he says, oh, I have to do it all over. Damn! We, we didn't, I don't expect many people to be able to replicate our uh, feat of getting here. It was quite difficult. (laughs) He says, a couple of cantrips here and there and you just bypass the defenses of my people for hundreds of years. Your, uh, your people? He says, my family. Oh, you, are there others who live here? He says, no. I Actually, I didn't catch your name. He says, the name's Essen. Essen, pleasure. And he shakes your hand with a, like a big, it's a big, strong handshake, but it's, it's not that he's pulling along, it's that your hand is like blown up and then blown down. Hmm. Wow. How tall, how big are Janassi? How... Uh, this Janassi is like uh, half a head shorter than uh, Bear Jaw. It's a tall Janassi. Well, this one may be tall for Janassi. You tall and meaty Janassi. or tall and narrow? Tall and narrow, and he has the features of an old man. Okay. Facial hair? 
Uh, no, no, no fiction. Boxes, we <clears throat> we never, we didn't intend on compromising any sort of defenses. No, not intend to speak of it. Are coming here? He puts his hand towards the door, and a little gust of wind <laughs> shuts the door. Good trick. A very specific errand has us here today in, in, in your home, Essen, and uh, any help along those lines would be well appreciated by our group. We'd be happy to trade you for I don't know whatever that help may be valuable to you. He says. Well, a bit of company is not completely unwelcome. My, uh, my charge does not afford me to uh, to leave for very long at times, but I've I've come used to the solitude. He takes what? a deep breath in. He looks up at his ceiling. He says, "But," he says, "he says, but let's try something new." What is? He your... says, "Tea." You drink tea? I drink. I. I drink. Did you bring drink. any? He says, "We brought ale." Did you bring any? Would you like an ale? Just, I could drink an ale. We've got the jug. The jug, that's good. I have not yet claimed it to be acid today. Yes! (laughs) Otherwise, he'd be tapping his own resources, man. That's his backup, it's his reserve. That's true. Uh, they produce glasses, wooden glasses, you know, uh, wooden cups and And, uh, fill mugs with... And Scrim says, and, uh, because Scrim looks to mock like, like... Mercantile stuff, right? Like he says, and uh, the pipe weed and the, some mushroom snacks. We have, as, as we are, gracious guests in your home. And Scrim like produces what he has of our nicer kind of more relaxed. He says, yes, yes, uh, I have some. Uh, and uh, uh, he opens uh, uh, an ice box and uh, uh, pulls it open and like Fucking cold fancy. air. That's really fancy. Blasts wow. out, and uh, he says, uh, "Frozen venison," and uh, and then he he starts lighting a fire under a little uh, uh, cook, a little cooking pot with a little wood burning uh, stove. Who, Baron, is, um, who has, is the cook of our group? We don't need too often, but who is the best cook? I mean, you guys have been eating a lot of uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of good bears. It makes me think you don't we have eat one. a lot of good bears. I in think the it's field. probably established that. Top-end food when we're in the city. Baron definitely appreciates good yeah. food. Yeah. But I don't know how practiced he is at cooking it himself. And if we're ever not <laughs> doing uh, good berries, Scrim is very proficient at, like, procuring small game. But when he cook, I imagine that Scrim starts cooking stuff, and if anyone has any say, would probably elbow him out of the way and cook it better so it's less bland and gamey. Mm. If that makes any sense. Like, Scrim will, if no one steps up, Scrim will cook. Yeah, but Mock is like the thing, he's never had a, like, he's not a big relationship guy, he's never had, like, this strong significant other in his life. So he, he's a single dude, so he cooks for single, himself. He's, he's cooked for himself for a long time, but he's very busy with his craft. Like, my, like my dad has been known to hard-boiled eggs and leave them there until the water's gone and the pan is now destroyed. Ooh. I feel like everything Mock would eat would be really salty. Yeah, like he he loves his good ale. Any, anyway, sure. get, I do want to keep the narrative sure, going for us. Sure. So we filled out a little bit there for the purpose of I'm, for for the purpose of who's gonna cook this venison? Oh, I mean he's like he's oh, the guy's already like he's going cooking for us. Yeah, Aww, okay. okay. I mean Scrim. he had frozen venison and he's like just he's like lighting the fire. Scrim is physically producing some of the stuff that we have and is like trying to get people to produce our stuff to be great. He seems like he is on much better uh, behavior. 
He is like Noted. making a visible, notable effort to be a gracious guest uh, here. Baron whips out. He clearly out wants something from his bag. Some of those tubers that uh, we had requested our first night at the inn. Yeah, yeah the, the rare tubers. He brought, you know, basically most of our meals have been at the inn. Yeah, it's been very well catered. Uh, haven't done a lot of eating out. So Baron's been taking some percentage of that and putting it into his pack. Well, there's always leftovers at the end of the night, you know. It's true. So. Yeah, smart. Anything that's going to keep for a while, why not? Yeah, I mean, I think... I would, Sensible! We all have Sensible. ration packs, which I think was there, are on the fresher end, given how close we are to a major yep. city. All right, so you're uh, you're putting it all out on the meager table. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, it's all the like ground floor. You do see stairs uh, in here. This is a multi-story uh, little cottage. And... Ooh. As you're uh, laying some stuff out, and he looks back and he says, "He says, you brought a lot of food." He says, "Did you come here for a feast?" Yes, we came no, here we, to eat a we, bunch of things. Uh, and then he like stops making the fire for a second, and the little flame fizzles out. And he looks back and he says, "Why are you here?" Uh, as I mentioned, we're looking for sprites. He cocks one eyebrow. Wind sprite, uh, a feisty wind sprite. I don't know much about them, but uh, uh, individual who is making some sort of a <laughs> feisty wind sprite, an airship device. Is it here? Are there sprites here? Is it a thing? He says nothing that I would call a sprite. How close to a sprite would you have? <laughs> What's the closest? He says, "Do you not know what this lake is? It's Death Lake." The deer said Death Lake. The deer? They, they call it Death Lake. The animals oh, do. Great, so it's crazy people. Oh, just my luck. And no, I think... He I goes over and opens, opens up the door. To the house? The, 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 to, the, to, the, to the house. To the house. Can we take our stuff, too? Like, motioning us out? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys... This is where... This is where... This is... Please, please. Uh, what, what is this place? He says, this place is my charge. I protect it. I protect it and I protect all of you. He says, and you coming here, you're putting everybody at risk. Destroying my defenses, creating a path that anyone could walk through. No, no, no one could follow us easily. He says, a big trench that you dug? The wind should recover it in a matter of days. He's damn right it will. (laughs) Mark kind of stops and he says, "Uh, as in sir. And he goes back to starting to light the fire. He, says, <laughs> uh, he shuts the door. And we're he's... not here to compromise anything to do with your protectorate. And we know very little about that. In fact, nothing. What we need is a windspread. And we're told by the wizards we're working with that we could find one in these premises. If it's not here, and you can tell us how best, better to go about that, we'll be out of your head. We're not here to impose in any way. We simply need help with our quest. Right, and we can cover our tracks on our way out to ensure no one bothers you for centuries. What? I'm, I must admit curiosity has a bit of the better of me. He gets you, the fire lit. This charge you speak of, I don't, if, is this a private matter or are you free Just to tell us? Been in my family for generations. He says, it is my charge as it was the charge of my father and his mother before him and her mother before her and her father before her. Is this a public knowledge or a family secret sort of thing? He says, Coffee we don't go, dot, tell we don't us. go telling everybody. I want uh, to know. He says, 
I protect your whole world from a great evil that was summoned here centuries ago. What kind of evil? He says, a great elemental evil summoned. He says, it roils above us this very moment. He says, I come here, I maintain these spells, I hold these protections, I keep it at bay. He says, I have imprisoned it. Well, my great-great-great-grandmother has imprisoned it, and our family has kept it imprisoned ever since. Cool. You fight it regularly? He says, I don't fight it. Nobody could fight it. Fighting it would be certain death. What is it? He says, a great elemental evil. Did I not say that? I know, but and he sticks vague. the meat on like the pan. Demon? Or a... I, do, I, I don't know much about elemental evils, I must admit. He says, is it a great elder tempest elemental? Hmm. That sounds a bit bigger than a feisty wind sprite. It's oh, it's feisty, believe me. It's feisty. Ah... <laughs> uh, uh, Mock says... Do you think a teapot could hold it? <laughs> <laughs> he turns so quickly. He, the, the, he turns so quickly, he knocks the pan off of the fire and it clatters to the ground and the venison steak hits the, the floor of the ground and gets it. dirt all over I it. I go and clean up. I, I wipe the venison steak on my leg. And he says... Spat back on You have a teapot. What? What that's significant? I thought I was being a bit ironic about the fact that there was a teapot, but you seem very intrigued by the fact that there's a teapot. He says, where did you get that? <laughs> uh, it was nicked by some bandits, and we nicked it back. Uh, the person who we're working with told us that they had it, and they were stolen it from her. I don't, I don't quite know its origin. You seek to contain the tempest? Well... To tame it? Originally a feisty wind sprite, but... To what end? Uh, to power a ship. Fun and profit. Of course. He, he looks down. To power a ship? We need a lot of uh, Well, a, a, a device that lets us travel <laughs> through the air. Hmm. He says, I know what an airship is. Okay, well, I don't know how much you get out. I'm not very familiar with myself. never actually seen one. Saw a weird balloon thing, but that didn't quite live up to my imagination. Hot air balloons. <laughs> it's the safest way to travel. If you don't want to get there fast. I always forget that part. He says, may I see the teapot? Uh, certainly. I think Drust, you have, eh? Drust Before we hand off, I just want to understand. It was, a, it was a very powerful magic item. Was it in the class where we feel like it's indestructible? Is it that kind of... I think it was made of, like, porcelain. Made of porcelain. <laughs> so, so it it, it does have the appearance of being boost. fragile. I mean, it has the appearance of being fragile. It is okay. also, Justin uh, can tell, it is a powerful magical item, some sort of magical artifact. All right, well, let's. You just want to make sure he can't. Scrim's at the ready for exactly that. How about this? We just roll an inside check onto this guy because we haven't done it yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the vibe that, that we're getting from this guy, specifically with his interest in the teapot? Yeah. Thank you. Boss going to roll it as he's grabbing it and looking at it. Mm-hmm. No, this is bef- well before he takes possession of it. Because he says, mm-hmm. he, he says, says "Man, see it." He's reaching out. Varen's holding it and looks at him. He gets we all eight, lean he gets, back and give him. It's an eighteen insight as he is requesting to palpate the fundus. Baron gets a twenty-four insight. The spot. Baron, he's gonna palpate the spot before he hands off the pot in question. Seven. Someone asked the characters, "Are they dwarves?" The majority, yes. Correct. Three out of six of them. Although yeah, one so that's of them not the majority. Well, actually, four. Two, four out of the uh, two out of the five dwarves. players at the table currently. Uh, there are actually four dwarves in the scene. 
Um, two of them years ago. One is an NPC and one's missing. It's a dwarf heavy campaign. So I want to keep going. So you got for the better. You got the twenty four, <laughs> and uh, wow. you got the twenty four. You uh, you just get the overwhelming sense of awe. This oh, okay. this guy is. Uh, I mean, this guy let perfectly good venison fall to the floor. I mean, I fixed it. Come on, I got it. He's not he's not oblivious to what he just did, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's like the least the the, the cooking and the meat and uh, it doesn't pretty much everything else in the room has suddenly become less important than uh, than speaking to Baron and uh, and seeing this thing. But you don't get the sense of uh, of do teapots mean something different to you? I thought the shape of this thing was a bit strange. He says, "This is a legendary artifact." Truly, (laughs) you've. You know this specific teapot. He says, I... You can give it to me. He says, not this specific teapot, but it's kind. He says, there are only a couple of these in the world, and they are of legend. The bandits who stole it had no idea that was the case. I think they were looking for a... This was in the hands of bandits. Aye, temporary. And you've brought it here. You're welcome. He says, by orders from a... Wizard Dryad. A request. Who we do not I order. assume had some sort of magical a ability. Pa- I didn't partner. ask her how she does it. A partner of ours. Business partner. Takes a deep breath in. He says, "This artifact could contain. It could contain the evil." He says, Ooh. "There are a few things that could." My family has dedicated generations to holding this thing. He says, "And you hold in your hands a single measly object." They could, uh, they could hold it in there for eternity. Cool. Well, I think this seems... And you know not even what you hold. Uh, we are completely and totally ignorant of many, many things. But it does appear we are quite fortunate. Uh, How about we take this evil elemental off your hands and you can go and see the world and pursue hobbies. Find a, find a woman. He sits down in his big comfy chair again. Locks and he just starts stare. He stares up at his ceiling. Listen, we're finding out now that the uh, partner that uh, I mentioned earlier has not been entirely forthright, or has been unintentionally misleading about the nature of our task. <clears throat> Containing elder elemental evil, which we know very little about. Seems a very different task than tracking down a feisty wooden sprite. But it seems that exactly is what she has sent us to do. <laughs> now, we, we, are, we are here to accomplish this task, but would love if you could tell us more about the dangers and complexities of this. Just, if I even give you permission to use my sky bridge. Cool. Right. I, I don't know what that word is. <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> what? He's a Skype. Yes, I can send you up there. I understand that's what you're asking. I can send you up there and I can enchant your feet to walk on the clouds and I can tell you how to get in and I can save your life if should you should you perish at its hands. He says he says, and I can give you the enchantments you need to fight it. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, there seems like there's a butt there. That's him coming. He says, No, I'm just saying I can't do all that. <laughs> and he says, Is that what you want? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. A, a general idea of how to battle it first. Uh, also, would like, Essen, would you be accompanying us, given that you know a great deal and we know next to nothing about this? He says, hmm, no. <laughs> Someone's got to stay here to operate the machine. There's a machine. Yes, I mentioned the sky bridge. Many and I expressed confusion at the term. <laughs> he says, a sky bridge away from to get from here up to there, up to the prison. There's a prison up there. I told you I've been containing it for centuries. I assumed Family it was and all. under the floorboards or something. He says, no, it is in the sky. It is on the clouds. So are you a prison place to lock something up? He says, the only place to lock such a thing up. That or... He looks at the teapot again. He says, well, or a teapot. Uh, not the logical jump I would make. Would you assess this uh, as being suicide to attempt? Foolish? Or do you think we have... He says, foolish, terrible, impossible, daring. But given that we've subverted your formidable traps... He says, if you have, if you want to... <laughs> Fox says. Maybe no one's tried. I don't know. <laughs> Anonymity seems to be your strongest ally. <laughs> uh, but tell us more about how we would do battle with this elder elemental evil. And he's looking very grimly around at his companions as he thinks furiously about so how he's going to renegotiate terms with Balanos when he seems the next. He says, <laughs> well, for starters, it can, uh, it can summon lightning out of thin air and it will fry you to a crisp. He says, you will not be able to see it because it is so thickly covered in fog that any attempt to shoot at it would be foolhardy. And he says, and if it does get close to you, it will simply slam you with its ethereal mass and it will crush you like a bug. <clears throat> he says, but I suppose if you try really, really hard, what's the good news? He says, well, I can get you up there. <laughs> and something about making us butter feet flying or something? He says, oh, yes, the enchantment, the sky bridge, it applies an enchantment. He says, on to your feet. It allows you to walk on the clouds. How would we oh. use the teapot to contain the elemental? He says, fine, I'll help you. <laughs> and he walks upstairs. You're adorable. Perfect. I'm moving this guy. This guy is, seems tired. This guy And he doesn't get around he's much. He's blustering. I, I don't think this guy talks to a lot I think when, it, when the chips are down, he will have to concede that he's more invested in this task than us. We can be like, well, that was shit. Out. Well, then. Like, I'm here forever. <laughs> you're, you're with the young folk. I, I'm not missing something. He's not using slang I'm not familiar with, right? This is... Sky bridges are not common things. That's uh, not something I've heard of before. Okay, just... You're feeling old all of a sudden? Well, my kids would every once in a while start piping up about some other newfangled thing or the other night. I wasn't ever sure it was a fad or what, but making sure I'm not out of the loop again. Goliaths never come up with new words. What does Drusen know about Guinnessy? Uh, It's a nice beverage. Guinnessy? I don't know. What are you trying to get out of it? Uh, just wondering if he has any insight into the normalcy of this guy. Is he a weird race? How does he compare against other Genasi? Yeah, yeah, I mean, is, is, does this guy have a screw loose? Is this uh, guy... When he goes upstairs, Drewson says, I think this guy has a screw loose. <laughs> uh, Mox says, oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, and he looks around, taking a moment, 
of, of privacy Just to being take. alone for many years to say, can have a toll on one's mind uh, and heart. Uh, gentlemen, lassies, to Aurora and uh, Berja, he says, there are many ways to get where we're going, kind of inferring deeper mascar. You think we should kill this man and take his house? That, no, definitely not that. No, 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 no. But in terms of crossing the world and arriving where we need to, destroying an elder elemental evil... Would be great. Would be a great challenge. And perhaps, perhaps, not the most guaranteed way of arriving at our destination. Balanos has misled us here. Gravely, that's true. And I'm not happy about it, not one bit. No, I, I do. I'm catching. I'm beginning to agree with you that she maybe knew more than she was letting on. Of a mind. Well, come on up. I'm firing up the sky bridge. Lord, Berger walks up. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna go see. I'm just gonna go look. I'm sure. I'm gonna go look at it. Just there are a few things you should know, and some payment we need to take care of. Huh? No, I don't handle the money. It's a scrimmy business. At the very least, before we embark, I'd love uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to uh, catch my breath a moment from the travel into this place. I want a short breath. Mom I want to get my wallet. I mean, Mom we're going to eat that, but of, co- of course. <laughs> and I think it's, it's important to understand that this is the kind of fight that we can run from in a heartbeat. There's Aurora a- is cooking the venison now. Oh, good job, Aurora. Well done. Thanks, Aurora. We have a cook now. Let's head to she has grabbed, <laughs> she has grabbed <laughs> a second twice frozen slab and is now frying this it This will be the true test. Is, is searing it and the other one Slicing up the tubers, throwing in the pan. Yeah. yeah. This will prove, this will prove if she can, if she can drink Rosemary, it. check. Uh, so. She brought rosemary. Juniper berries. <gasps> I never seen Mocky that. Says, Mocky says, as you guys, okay. the, the, the stakes here are very low for us. Our survival above capturing this elemental <laughs> ten times out of ten. Do we agree? Berja's not there. Berja's <laughs> checking out the thing. Ah, this is... Uh, I'll just check it out. So I, 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 I don't have a real way of gauging the severity of this situation. It sounds quite bad. Uh, if it goes to shit, we're, we're out. Aye, no. Not worth dying over. Well, I mean... All right. <laughs> As you're walking up the stairs, Aurora says, Could you ask him where he keeps his spices? Okay. He says, uh, Are you spicy? But you'll figure and it you out. You see her, like, she's you'll, like opening cabinets and like closing. You'll figure it out, Lassie. She says, All the cabinets are empty. Check in the back. Maybe there is false back. Sometimes they put the good hey, stuff. Uh, you, your request is to kill Balanos if we don't return. Okay. <laughs> you uh, you arrive up and he's mid explanation, and he says, and that's what activates the enchantment on your feet. When you have it, you can walk along the clouds. Your eyes are like glazed over mostly. He says, you can walk in the clouds up there. You'll be perfectly safe. Just stay within the uh, partitions that I have laid out. But don't worry, if you walk off of them, you'll return down to the surface safely. He says, okay. my family has spent centuries perfecting these uh, these enchantments and devices. He says, he says, a couple other tricks we have, and uh, there's a big... This guy has not stopped talking since he came uh, up here. There's a big metal sphere with a hole on the top, and he says, this guy, 
This can enchant you for your battle with the uh, with the spirit, with the sprite, well, as you call it. And in there, and he says, he says, it is. Uh, uh, he says it comes at a steep cost. But should you choose to use it, I can. Uh, he says, he says, I could activate it to apply an enchantment to you and your allies. He says. Uh, uh, should you have the coinage to pay for its uh, hefty costs? He says, we use this when things go extra bad and we have to go up there and, and take care of it a bit. Wait, I missed that. What does it do? There's a thing which can give us an enchantment? He says, that's what I said. What's the enchantment do? A few different enchantments. He says, but all of them require a... All of them require a sky opal. Uh, I don't know if I have one of those. And uh, rare. he takes a sky opal uh, uh, out of there's like a, he opens a up very a finely a like wooden opals. crafted little uh, uh, box, and he lifts it up, and you see a few sky opals like sitting on like little holders. And he picks it up and he shows it to you, and you see clouds roiling inside this gemstone Whoa. that is Mox. the size of a knuckle. You know gems. What's a sky opal worth? Mock's like, I've seen one once before. He says, 600 gold apiece. And he says, uh, he says, these okay. are forged in the heart of a thundercloud. He says, the only way that a true sky opal can be made. He says, we drop it in this device, you pick your enchantment, and you're off to the races. Says, cool. Oh, 600. And what is that, what, just real quick, what did he say that enchantment does? He said uh, there are a couple. He did not say that. No. He said there are a few that you could okay. pick from. Like what? <clears throat> he says, well, should you need uh, some extra protection from its attacks? He says, I can, uh, uh, he says, I can apply to you an enchantment of grounding. One of you, <clears throat> he says a bunch of words which translates to your ears as you would automatically succeed at, all, succeed at all saving throws against lightning attacks and all adjacent allies get advantage on such saving throws. Uh, or, he says, should you need, uh, uh, should you need to... Uh, should you need to gaze through the storm to see your target true, an enchantment of storm vision. The target is immune to the effects of the living storm that surrounds the beast and gets advantage on all ranged attack rolls, and adjacent allies are also immune to the effects of the living storm, but do not get uh, advantage on attack rolls. Uh, and he says, or finally, if it's uh, closing the distance that you need to stay right on its ass, he says, the enchantment of cloud riding. He says, this will allow you to grab on to its very essence and not let go. The target can ride the currents of the Tempest, automatically moving to stay adjacent ooh, when it moves. Ooh, ooh, I picked that one. And uh, I have he not, puts the sky opal back in the case a storm. and closes it. He says, but, back to the sky bridge. He says, sky bridge has one other very important, uh, uh, very important property is the most important at all. He says, the enchantment on your feet, he says... Uh, uh, he says, it is designed to watch you and watch over you and take care of you. And should you fall to a fatal blow the moment before you die, it will return you to this place to be saved from that fate. Cool. He says, but the cost of doing this is similarly great. Go on. He says, a storm onyx. And he uh, opens up a, uh, there's, there's the sky bridge as he keeps pointing to it, is a big like hollowed out tree log. And uh, there's a bunch of like metal uh, filigree all over it, like inlaid into it. And it's like standing like straight up. 
and uh, uh, there's a slot, kind of like the eye slot thing in the door, right? You like slide it to the side, and there's a row of uh, storm onyxes that uh, that Mott can see little lightning uh, flashes uh, on each of the storm onyxes, and he closes it up, and he says, "For each one of these, uh, for each one of these, he says." Uh, that's a storm onyx. Two hundred gold for those. To me, like, to add a little color here, like these storm onyxes and storm opals, it's like, what have you found? Like the roughest chunk of quartz in the ground. You're like, oh, look, it's some quartz. And then somebody like does all the jewel crafting work and turns into a beautiful thing. Like the value of the innate quartz is very low relative to the finished product. These are all rough innate storm onyxes and gems. They're completely unworked at all. So if you put like any sort of significant jewel crafting effort, like the value of these things would be astronomical. Wow. Astronomical, and the skill required to work with them without exactly. releasing the storm. Which again, again, and, uh, yeah, the, the thunder hourly, inside the them. The hourly cost yeah. of like of, of the person who could work at these things is just like again. So just the the, the, the rarity uh, and and materials themselves are. So you're actively salivating right now. Is it, that actively salivating. It's, it's it's a little rough. This is <laughs> this is one of those things where like well here's you my just opportunity. Rob him. Why you should I even? Why right should now. bother with any of the storm shit? I'll just like make a deal for two of these. Go spend like the next twenty years working on one of them sell one and then I'm done, right? Like, <laughs> these are the kind of plans that start, like, percolating through Moth's mind and he's just like, fucking do this thing right now that we've done and, like, these guys... The dark part of his mind, just, I like, kill him, literally I kill just, like, all the gems here cut everything and now I'm set for life. Cut everything loose. <laughs> one good. of these guys, Mark, just, like, spend the rest of life do I want it, doing what I want to do, which is just work on one of these things. Uh, so, he's a little distracted at this point, but he's also kind of trying to pay attention to the survival You're like, huh? information also what? being debated. <laughs> Yep. Okay. Alright. Uh, What's the vibe of the rest of the group? I mean, Things are getting real uh, crazy. He hits the sky bridge and he goes, he says, quality creation. Happy. He says, built by my great, great, great grandmother. He says, the one that contained the, uh, uh, the elemental in the first place. Remarkable woman about. Uh, let's see, funds. He says, I'll have you know, it used to take two, two, Storm onyxes for every time it saved you. I made that improvement myself. Yes, and Good your uh, your uh, efficiency there is uh, <coughs> worth more than perhaps even you know. I am jewel crafter by trade, and the the presence of these stones is, is overwhelming. Yes, I should warn you. Should you need the aid of uh, uh, should you need the aid of the sky bridges? He slaps it again. The sky bridges. Protective powers, he says. It will hurt in the morning. That's later. That's a problem for later. What? What do you mean? Like, if we end up using them, like we take the blessings. It will cost he says, us on the "Oh, back. they'll save you, but your body will be paying the toll when the wind returns from the ocean." <laughs> in English. Says, I'm sorry. In the morning. Right. Okay. Good. I forget that you are kind. And Is not that tune with the winds? Just so if we take these blessings at all, it's going to be terrible. No, just the just the onyxes. No, no, just this one. Oh, that one's great. The one that saves you. The opals are all good. They're, uh, they're so my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and uh, everyone who's going up is taking one of those ones that saves your life. That's my opinion, right off the bat. He says, "Oh, yes, that's, uh, that's upfront cost deposit." One for each of you. He says, you get back any gold that you don't need to spend, but I expect you all to 
to nearly perish, and I'll be out six, seven opals, unless some onyxes, unless some of you are staying behind. Oh, no, well, he says, which I could use, by the way. There is some work to do here to keep this thing going. Here. Since with so many of you up above, just hasn't been tested with that many. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's been tested with a few before, as I was learning. Very well, good. Well, uh, our strongest combatants will surely be joining us, but perhaps young Aurora here could assist you on the back end. Did you ask him where the spices were? Well, yes, where are your spices? apparently a decent venison chef. Well, we have not eaten the venison. We haven't eaten breakfast! And he immediately starts bounding down the stairs. (laughs) Uh, He says, oh, thank you! For the three blessings for uh, the combat ones, saves against lightning... Uh, being able to see through the fog, and the third one was staying close to the thing? Yes. Okay. You're permanently adjacent or something. Uh, okay. Do we have to decide about that right now, correct? Before we head in. Before you head up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it seems like... There's a limited number of the... Just, sorry. There's a limited number of the sky opals, right? The, uh, 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 he said that you, could, uh, uh, you, you have to ask him. Oh, I think you said they were specifically like four. Um, you showed us uh, yeah. a few. Are there, is there a limited number of the beneficial stones? He says, oh, you're already thinking about going up a couple times, huh? He says, don't blame you. Now you're starting to speak real. He says, he says, I've got, uh, I've got a bit of a stockpile. I wouldn't worry about running out before your resolve does. He says, can only use one of them at a time. Right, yes. Wait, yes. could have each, right? We could says, each oh, of us have a different one. Oh, oh, oh heavens no. Oh. Okay, maybe I'm clarifying. Uh, can all of us, between us, use one stone? Says, yes. Oh, says, oh. Put not oh. onyx. Not uh, the onyx, the life-saving one, unlimited. Uh, and, and everyone can use the onyxes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Great. That's the emergency. And one. But the opals, the one, opal. One of the three effects. One. Uh, I see. He says it puts great strain on that sphere thing. Let's make sure that we've never given you the name in all these. Years. I can have one effect. Can he also have one effect, or can between us all we can have one effect on one person? He says I don't care if you bring all your cousins and nephews. He says it's the sphere that can't take the stress. He says we've never tried doing it with two or three. He says it could work, but it might break. And then where would I be? But the benefit applies only to one person. Well, one person, it's a powerful spell that uh, if you stick close to your friends, it can help them too. As it had adjacency effects. Okay, so just mechanically. Yeah, yeah. You get one. We get one between the group. You get one, period. Yeah. Okay, great. That's a, that's what I want to know. Wasn't sure. Wasn't well, was like, okay, I'm going to take the grounding one, I'm going to take the zappy one, I'm I mean, going to take the sight yeah. one. I mean, that's what he said. Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. That's what he said. Uh, Tingo. Uh, I think we should get their job, the grounding one. The grounding one? Yeah. Which one's that? The one that I don't get that? Mitigates the damage. Ah, yes, yes. That's good. I could use the armor. Basically, it's like armor. You automatically succeed at all saving throws against uh, the elemental's lightning attacks, and all adjacent allies get an advantage on rolls against the lightning attacks. Adjacent, though. That means they gotta be, like, Adjacent. right well, next to But me. if we're all up so, close fighting the thing, then we're... It's one of those things where... That's true. That's true. Depending on the nature of his attacks, we could be inviting more attacks, but having an advantage on savings, but we just don't know. Screw like, I'm trying to figure out the best approach, my best approach for 
for this if it's taking the form of something or mm. like looks ahead chairman and says I don't feel that comfortable fighting he says come come strategize over venison my fighting this thing holding a huge lightning rod he says your daughter here has an excellent chef ah. he takes it she says I did find the spices she is a dwarven daughter and uh and uh, she serves up one last, and, uh, and and then she comes and sits down with you all to eat. There's barely only any. one knife. I mean, Fairdog doesn't need a knife. These fine dwarves couldn't hold a candle to her father. They were shaking like children when he entered the room. It was quite entertaining. <laughs> they were shaking like children. <laughs> I mean, Mom doesn't know where Scrum's going with that, but he's also not going to get into an argument over it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, eating venison with your bare hands definitely does. Bare hands. Definitely does kind of. And you chew it with your bare jaw. Bring the bring the the realness of the situation to a certain point, and he's just looking around the room, kind of like assessing people's. Like this is crazy, right? This is fucking crazy. We've wandered into this guy's shack. Fucking knows Some him. weird old shack, there's and then like, he feeds us. Go get a wind sprite. Oh, it's a, there's three of these in the world. Oh yeah, this is this generation generationally imprisoned elemental evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got this log here. It's got like rarest fucking gems. You just you'll just burn through them like fucking whorehound candy, and you're just gonna go like <laughs> toss them in a pot and come back down. Bob's your uncle. You solved the problem that I thought was gonna take all of eternity, but you guys showed up today with that pot. With the pot. Tall fucking tail. <laughs> and Mom is just like surveying the scene, like, how is this wrestling with everyone else? Him, not liking it as much. I think the most obvious uh, thing that no one's pointed out is this guy, it's not significant that he has venison because he has thousands of pounds of frozen, preserved deer just surrounding his house. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Sure. Yep. I mean, that was established. He, That's he what the deer call a death lake. That's what he was tree. probably going to go do. He said that it doesn't decay. He's concerned about the food supply. All choppy around it. It's all chopped up and frozen. So he just like meal prep Sunday every day. He goes out and just takes a steak and he puts it in his home. Yes. Everyone looks very serious. Very Scrim's thinking about the deer. Fair does looks happy. Happiness. How about oil vein? So you look. Are we able to kind of talk to confer with each other? Sure. I mean, you are sitting around a dinner table. Well, you're standing around <laughs> holding venison in your hands. There's two chairs in this house. There's only two okay. chairs in this house, and there aren't plates. Very just sat on this one. Doesn't seem like a really untrustworthy guy. He's been pretty straightforward, even though I mean, uh, he seemed straight up weird, but straight up. He's not like trying to get in our way or make us do this or anything of the sort. I mean, so uh, oil vein kind of sidles up to Mox, so he can kind of like talk a little bit lower and not necessarily have a conversation with right. the, everybody. With but he's like, he's like uh, look, is that so? These these gems and these opals are real, right? I mean, uh, I mean, Mox like, I they're incredibly valuable, he's, uh, and I just this this gentleman here, it's so weird. On, on the one hand, he has some incredibly valuable resources, and we need this sprite. On the other hand, we're fixing to solve a problem that was going to keep him and his relatives here for the next eternity. I'm not going to do this for free. It's true. It's true yeah. I mean, just the idea of I wasn't expecting to come here and have to, like, buy things. <laughs> he says, he, he says strap. Oh, of course not. He says, uh, you don't have to buy anything from me. Oh, he can hear me. Uh, he says, oh. he's standing in his cottage. 
He says, oh, yes, and uh, if we... Uh, this is, of, of course, we wouldn't want ourselves to go up there and die to this evil elemental presence and leave you trying to find new sky gems. Of course, that's that's nonsense. They're extremely valuable. But if we go and contain this spirit that has literally cost you your entire life, I would expect... Oh, not cost. Occupied. Ah, very well. Occupied your entire life. He says, I know no other life. Aww. He says, would you like to? He stops and stares up at his ceiling again as he has done. And he says, I admit I find this entire circumstance to be extraordinarily odd. He says, extraordinarily odd. This is not something that my father before me has given me any instruction on. He says, but at the same time, I, I have no, uh, I have no kin to pass my charge to. How long lived are your people? He says, I don't uh, know much of, actually, I don't know what your people are. He says, What are you? <laughs> as the, as the, as, as Toral circles the sun a hundred and twenty times, so do do our people perish. Mm. He says, he says, and I'm getting up there in my years, ninety something, I think. He says, the years do just tend to fly by, don't they? He says, that they do, that they do. He says, I don't have a plan for my next, uh, he says, for my next charge. And I he haven't says, met a quite many of look like you that have cut me many lady whatever you are. I, I think I'm you're quite Genassi. missing the point. Genasi! A wind Genasi. Wind Genasi, okay. That's what, that's what your kind call me. Oh, do you call yourself something else? Oh, well, we have words in our own tongue that you cannot speak. No, you're busy. But don't the vibrations that pass through the wind, and uh, you just hear a gust in the house. He says, that's what we call it. Ah, yeah, no, I couldn't pronounce that. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> possible. And, uh... Maybe, well, after the right meal. <laughs> Sorry, that's for the rip. He says, I... <laughs> He says, I don't get it, I don't get out much. Anyway! Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's he says, your own version of breaking. He says, I admit that since you arrived, I've been trying to ignore the long-term ramifications of what you're talking about. Uh, frankly, I don't expect you to succeed. I expect you to try valiantly, as heroes do, and return down here. Uh, but a couple of scars gained, uh, perhaps, and... Move about your day and realize what a fool's errand it is. A couple coins poorer, but uh, he says, you'll have gained an adventure and I'll have had some company for a day. He makes a good point. He says, that's what I think the most likely outcome is, but should you succeed, should you activate that teapot at just the precise moment, at just the precise situation? He says, Which is? This could all be over. I could leave this place. I could travel the world. I don't even know what that means. I've only read it in books. Perhaps it means half. Half what? Mark says, you are committed to this quest for the rest of your life. You have no kin. Uh, There are great reasons for none of us to go up and battle this thing that you are beholden to. And if we do not succeed... We will, of course, pay you the the value of those uh, sky opals and onyxes that you have described. But if we succeed and your quest is now fulfilled, I would ask for half of your sky gems as payment for us fulfilling 
not only your protection, but your life's work. That's pretty bold. My gems. Just is what would you do with the gems without the sky bridge? Uh, he says the he says the beauty of those gems is all of the value that I see. How did you acquire them? He says it takes time, it takes exploring. He says when the thunderclouds pass by, sometimes I'm lucky enough to snatch another from the eye of the storm. He says they These are, rare. are from storms. He says, yes, the sky opals are forged in the heart of a thundercloud. The things I don't know, I assumed gemstones showed up in the ground somewhere. He says, as I understand it, your people's gems do, but ours are quite different. Uh, I don't know why your people collect gems at all, as he looks to some of the jewelry that some of you are wearing. He says, that doesn't make any sense at all. He says, and you cut away much of the material. He says, it's a... it is a, a matter of taste and art, artistry. He says, yeah, the gems that you have displayed are, are raw and the rough, and perhaps your culture values them that way, but for the jeweler to leave his mark only increases the value and, and beauty, and that is something that I value. And if we are able to bring your quest to a close, freeing your life and uh, freeing you from the worry of what would befall the next generation? I would ask as payment half of those remaining stones that you have. Are you up to snuff to work with such a... Well, actually, Baron doesn't know. Of course not. <laughs> this is far beyond my my ability. But the materials themselves are... Is this too enticing for me to... you succeed? If that tempest does indeed end up in that teapot... He said the thing, he said the phrase. Uh, then... <laughs> he says, And I suppose it could be a fair payment for giving me a new life in my twilight year. No, not twilight, what would a wind nasty say? In my... At the end of the At the end of the long breeze. Oh, and also he has a pretty good connection who could probably buy the rest, and if you're looking at traveling the world... I uh, could definitely give you fair price for them. Says, I'm not looking at unloading all of them. He says, fair payment for uh, life given. No, no, I mean, you'll be free of this place and I expect you'll want to travel. He also has good connections with someone who would... If give. you wanted to sell more for your own... Aye, point. right. Travel uh, world can be I expensive. See. Food, lodging, God, places well. to do, things to see. Life. Requires coin of the realm and whatnot. And those he are says, sure, cool. why not? Whatever, I mean... Yeah. We're talking about, you know, how to... What are we going to do with the chickens after they've hatched? I agree. You know, yes. If you... If you succeed, then... Sure. He says, half the remaining gems. Mock. Round it down. Let's throw a dice for it. For the round up or the round down? He right. says, a dice. Mock produces a six-sided dice. Half of them say yes in common, half of them say no. He says, <laughs> he says, what a strange device. You use this to make life decisions? Ah, uh, he says, uh, really, there's no easy and fair way to go about this, because I'll prefer a roundup, personally. He, he casts says, his fate to the wind. He says, you should cast your fate to the wind? And <laughs> circumstances, <laughs> in circumstances such as these, well, there's not enough time to bicker. 
He says, now that is something I can understand. He says, who should throw it? Uh, Which one of you is strongest? Person of your choice. How far are you trying to throw it? Not myself. I can do it. Your people have strange rules. He says, yes, this giant one. Verja, do us the honor. How far shall I throw it? That is an awesome thing. Ah! We're just so, tossing it up in the air yes, so we can see how it yes lands. Yes, in favor of mock. No, is the objective is not to see how far you can. Throw. Yes, the it's rounding the goes to you. No. Yes, and no, the rounding goes to me. Agreed. Okay. Just fair enough. Probably be an even number left anyway. Probably. So into the air, not to out the window. Okay. All right, so it lands, you this know, here weird. on the floor, this or we can all see game. it. I, we usually play a game called Rock Toss, which is very similar, and then you throw it. And I look forward to hearing all about it later. Mm. <laughs> Veiled criticism received. <laughs> ha! Well, the dice says to you, Essen. He says, I like this game. Let's play again! I think I'm getting the hang of it. Mock says, now the risk is worth it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just him. Alright, so... We're all gonna get the life-saving one, and Bearjaw's gonna get the... The what? The the lightning immunity one? The saving throw one? Grounding. Grounding, that's what it's called. Alright. We put deposits down for us. I think we only pay for them if we... Okay. We'll take we bets on them. how many of That's us what he said. go down. He said you got to give them the coin for the, all the yeah. onyxes that you might yeah. end up having yeah. to use. Yeah. Yeah. Is Justin going up with us? <clears throat> mm, I think we can keep him down there. I, I think we need to just roleplay. Like, why he would he wouldn't stay? I don't think. Okay, so uh, six. You're right. So Aurora is staying. Of course, he's got the teapot too, so he's not. Yeah, is Aurora staying? Unless she is vocally saying otherwise. Does she protest? Well, I mean, she wanted to go on this adventure. Yeah, she says. Uh, uh, that could be interesting. She says, "Are all your adventures uh, caveated with such certain death?" Uh, yes. no. Paradox <laughs> said yes. He says Fre- no. <laughs> frequently, we are pursued by assassins. Currently. And with that, she goes, "How exciting!" Frankly, Aurora. I thought you would say that. Part of the problem here is the coin itself. Well, if well, you have two hundred gold to spend, well, uh, six. Well, six no, to two hundred for the for the uh, flow resurrect. So it. if you have two hundred gold to spend uh, and are willing to test the efficacy of this device's ability at saving your life, I suppose you're welcome to come up. She says, "I did not come with two hundred gold." <clears throat> says, "I will." Stay down here and keep an eye on the machinery. Scrim, uh, not to the whole group. Says I would not ask for you to pay for my. uh, Although I'm sure my father would pay you back your debt to me, but she says, says I'm not sure what good I can have in this situation described. Good I can be. And then she produces shadow spike and holds it out. Did she get a cut of the bandit hall? It's totally been. That's not been. The bridge's not been crossed. Lost over because you guys, as you usually do, you gathered it all up into Bear Jaws Pack. 
Yep. Yeah. yeah we, so Much she, like the players do, she, you reconcile it later. Her, her share, if any, has not been negotiated yet. Right. Yeah. She's yeah. So on trial. So, and so related to this conversation going on right now, Scrim says, <clears throat> I can cover your deposit. If you keep your keep your wits about you, you won't need to spend it to to spend on the Onyx gem. But if you do end up needing it, you can owe me the 200 gold. Says, do you want me up there? Because she takes Shadow Spike, puts it back in the sheath, and says, because I'll fight alongside you. Scream says, quite frankly, if you sit this one out, I don't think any of us will know if you have what it takes to follow us beyond this. Bearjaw appreciates that commentary with a says, nod. I'm in. Cool. Uh, She's slightly paler. <laughs> Baron, if you think of it this way, this is probably one of the less risky ventures that you might ever be up against in this sort of line of work, because as things stand, if essence to be believed, uh, your life is actually not a much risk. Much risk. Dead versus owing Scrim 200 gold? Workable. Aye. <laughs> Besides, once he activates this uh, sleeping device, he'll just rob us blind, then leave this island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no barriers in the, in the ocean. As good a chance of any Scrim, this whole thing is weird. Aye. Aye. Order, Dyson. I'm only down one third level spell. So, so does he gets up, progress. lets out a big old burp, which causes the wind to just swirl around the whole uh, place. What, Skimcorn? Just doing a short rest. Yeah, you've had a short rest in discussing this and eating your venison. And he uh, walks up the stairs. Such good venison. So frozen. He says, All you gotta do, get in this, uh, get in this machine here. He says, Look upwards. And you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> I'll have another. Uh, that one? I'll yeah. have another, too. That'll be the last one. Uh, we'll we'll split it between Greg and I. All right. Havesies on both of y'all. Or we could... Wait, there's not enough? No. Men, you guys went through an entire bottle of bourbon. Yeah, yeah. You didn't buy two? I will, I will have mine with, with, with Dan's brandy. It's bourbon, sir. I'll have mine with Dan's brandy. <laughs> brandy. And not not complain about it. That is the American style here. That's a good I idea. I'll take a medic and a medicano. Okay, take an americano. Okay, all right, let's keep, keep going. Said, uh, uh, keep going. He says, but the enchantment. Do you guys agree? I mean, I just feel like we don't... A lot of, like, if Bear Jaw goes down, soaking a lot of damage, that's a huge issue. We do, we definitely do range stuff, so, like, speak now, you three, if you guys feel like the range. I'm planning on. And and I feel like, but I feel like we do the follow thing, too, like, a lot of our damage is range, like we said, so, like, I spent the whole thing. Oh, I forgot to mention. He says, he says, there's a command word with the enchantment. All you have to do is say, damn! And you'll come right back down. Anytime. He says, it's an escape feature. Use it all the time. Wonderful. 
Should Put nobody on say yes. that word on accident. Says, can't believe I nearly forgot that one. It's the most important one. But most of us would have uttered that involuntarily. Yeah. He says, oh, don't do that. Is that a common phrase from your people? Aye, incredible, Lee Coven. Hmm. Incredible. My ancestors must have had a sense of humor. Like punctuation. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't get out much. I don't know what that means. I'm up for grounding. I'm going to be spending all my resources trying to restrain this beast, if at all possible. He says, if you use the command word, it does not cost a, a, a thing. Then, ah, no, no. No. Okay, gotcha. So if you're Storm on it. How quickly yeah, does it activate? Which is using the keyword. Straight away, it's an action. So it's an action. It is an action, and if you use it, you return safely immediately. Uh, one person or all. The person who utters the command word returns safely, disappears gotcha. from combat. But returns safely, action. no cost. Aha! So it's instead of the Storm Monarchs. It takes some time to get back up, so you will likely not be able to rejoin the combat, the combat yeah. in time. Good to know. If you're, if you're about to. But it's an action, which means you can't use it when you're like... Right. Nope. Gone, gone. That's what the Storm Onyx is for. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. He says, to be clear, if cost is your concern, you don't have to use the Sky Opal uh, Sphere at all. Uh, it's a concern, but so is survival. Uh, or so is efficiency. I think we should use the Sky Opal on grounding, on bear job. Considering we're getting an airship for the cost of trying it out. Spending a little bit of gold on it, the process of acquiring the bits doesn't seem outrageous. We don't know if it'll. Marcus, it, we don't know if it'll perform. It's the concern. Fuck yeah, I want them opals. <laughs> the, the entire equation has changed. The fewer opals you use, the more yeah, they're exactly. left to split. That's true. He's like, is there an odd or even number now? Ah, oh, it's seven. Yeah, we're for sure gonna spend one. Burn that. Burn that opal. Fuck. Is a shrewd businessman. <laughs> I mean, grounding was he the is. first thing that came to mind. I say we go with it. I don't have a better reason why not. Let's do it. Randy, thank you, ma'am. Americana. Speed love revolution. Is there, is there more alcohol? Hot America. Mark Twain said. Uh, I think that might be the last one. Uh, lemons. Yay. Uh, I'll take one. Minus the lemon, minus the tea, minus the orange, minus the clove. Is this grounding? Is that what you're going for? And uh, he takes a sky opal and he says, and who's it for? Uh, that one. He hands the sphere, which is big. It's like two feet in diameter. Uh, uh, it's like a big sort of wooden sphere with a hole in the top. And uh, he says, hold this. He says, whatever you do, don't let go. And uh, Bear Joe holds onto it, and he drops the sky opal uh, into the top, and immediately... Uh, uh, lightning starts roiling around, just shooting out of this uh, sphere and into Bearjaw's hands. It shocks and stings her hands as she starts to feel the sting go through her arms, her elbows, her shoulders. Does she keep holding on? Uh, fuck yeah, she does! And, uh, uh, and then it moves down through her legs, and you can see this lightning. It's like binding all around her and going down. Her abs look better than they've ever looked, like all just like flexed. It moves like down to her knees, and then there's just lightning swirling around her feet 
her feet and her knees, and then they just shoot up occasionally up to her shoulders and up to her head, cool. just continually. I love he says, feet. okay, that's it. Hand it back. Look, I need to find And uh, there's, there's smoke just like pouring, just like pouring out of the top of the hole. He says, see, told you. Gets a little hairy after one use. So should be good to go in a couple hours. I can see how two might have been pushing it. Puts it back down. I was just trying to make sure I understood what the, what the situation was. Uh, <clears throat> off we go. Off we go. Who's got the Who's the potsman? The uh, the elemental potter. I think that was Dristan originally. That was the blind anyway. All right. Potter? Uh, the person with the pot who needs activated when at the right time. Oh, the teapot. teapot. The teapot. Uh, there's another one of those for me, right? There are several more. I've only had one. Wait, you're trying to strawberries? There's yeah. two more. I thought there were only enough for one for everybody. I've only had one. Just making sure. I've only had one. Okay, I've only had one. Uh, three. I want my. Uh, who has I would one? like one after. I think there were seven. I don't think he's had one. Oh, there's oh I there's have seven. I, and I have not had one. Oh, okay. There's Ready? one extra. Maybe you can have two. Um, I would just like one. At the I'm end. good with one. I've had they delicious, delicious drinks all night. Oh my god, they're so <laughs> good. So it's a good one. Okay, I haven't had the brand. What was the question I lost track in the, in the chocolate strawberry? Uh, extreme distraction. Extreme importance. Who will be able to operate the pot? And the the comment was Dressen had it. Oh, will, anyone will, can operate it. Would Dressen be able to operate it? In the Justin situation, can operate it. Okay. You, you awesome. mean, I don't understand the question. Mechanically. Mechanically. It, it, seems, it seems like... like uh, Since he's not actually here. He mentioned like activating the pot at the precise time in the precise place. As an action or something. Yeah, yes, yes. Tristan could, Perfect. of course, activate it. I mean, narrative first. Like, yes, he is capable of... Acti- Aurora is capable of activating it, too, if you cool. wanted to give it to her. Okay, great. Sweet. Um, Dress him and keep it. He says, all right. He says... Once you're ready, first person step in. He says, don't worry. As long as you activate that teapot at precisely the moment that the lightning escapes from the, uh, uh, that that you see lightning shooting from the torso of the beast, the instant that lightning strikes the ground, everything will be fine. That seems like a very small window. And he says, off you go. Holds on the chamber. He's like, it's a lightning rod. Oh Why boy, am I doing oh this? Oh boy, oh boy. Mox first to go? Uh, no, no. I would think Bear Jaws first to go. Uh, being enchanted and all that. Will it start attacking us the moment we arrive? This is, oh, heavens no. You'll need to go into uh, You'll need to go into the building. Oh, very good then. Of sorts. Or it doesn't matter particularly then. He says, uh, it'll be pretty obvious. I would, I would love to make a marching order for us. Sure, make that marching order. Uh, uh, who's going up first, though? Let's just let's get the narrative. Going. Oh, yeah, the marching order will not matter for going up, so let's get that narrative out of the way. So, okay. Bearjaw is first to go. She stands in the Donkey Kong barrel. She looks up, and you see her just you see lightning just shoot straight up as Bearjaw disappears. And some smoke is in her. Is it place. like a teleporter then? Bearjaw, you feel your whole insides drop to the floor as uh, uh, just for a moment, it's like every organ and every limb on your body all just slams into the floor at the same time. And then a moment later, she is standing on clouds. Clouds to your left, clouds to your right, clouds ahead of you, clouds up high all around above you. You are in a giant cavern. Of uh, of nice fluffy clouds. 
front. Baron will bring it to the rear. Yes. Uh, if anyone has any issue with that, the uh, Dwarven Wizard is the mini I use for Justin whenever he doesn't show up because it's actually a Dwarf Wizard. I need my medium-sized swarm, which I think might be in the hero stuff. Gotcha. And can you get me two large spiders? That's no problem. Uh, one by one, we all step into the barrel. One by one, each of you feels all your organs slam into the ground. It's a couple swarms for you. Out of our anuses. Which ones you needed? It's a bizarre sensation. Nice. It'd be hard to describe. Uh, get that water turned off when possible. When possible, yes. Uh, you stand amidst a cloud cavern. Looks like this one right here on the screen that you can look at. Ooh. Oh. Cloud cavern! Oh, that's awesome. Is it dark? That's Is it light? Sweet. That's really cool. It's light. The light, the light penetrates through the clouds, much as sunlight does, and it's the middle of the day, and you find yourself, there's like dunes of just fluffy clouds all around you, and uh, as each of you arrive up, first bear jaw, then that mock, yeah. scrimcorn, oil vein, drewston, oil vein, Aurora? Aurora? Oh, yeah. Aurora. And uh, Baron, uh, up one by one as each of you, uh, you see your uh, uh, your compatriot, uh, lightning shoots up from under the clouds, kicking up a bunch of clouds, and as the clouds dissipate, your, uh, your friend and ally and party member standing beside you, of each of you go, and Aurora goes, that was crazy! Hope that's the hardest part. Ah, uh, I mean, it's pretty crazy right now, as Baron is looking around, standing on clouds. What does this feel like as far as the flying bit? Do you have is nightmares this... like this, as a dwarf? Are we like... walking? Uh, you're walking, yeah. Does it feel like I'm walking, or, like... It feels like you're walking on, like, uh, uh sort of, like, pretty hard sponges. <laughs> huh. So it's, like, squishy... But you you could sprint on this. Is there is there like an opportunity for vertigo here? Um, or, is it, or, or is it like because the picture you showed us is pretty encapsulated? It's just like ethereal, not like you're up eight miles above the crest. No, no, it's like pretty. It's pretty like encapsulated. Okay. Like, and and thinking about what you saw from below and beside, like you couldn't see what was up here. Uh, perhaps the. You thought it was a cloudy day when you were in the eye of the storm looking up, but perhaps this is all the design of it to conceal what is really up here. Baron is kind of like testing his footing, sort of like stepping on the ground and kicking it a bit and seeing, making sure he's feeling... This is all very strange. There are, um... There are metal rods sticking out of the clouds every, uh, five feet or so leading in a path forward towards... As you start looking around, you see a great cloud structure, is the best you could describe it. Very large, mm. but imagine this cloud. Cumulonimbus. But uh, one of those things. A big, huge Ooh. column Cloud-y. sort of, of, uh, of clouds that the pathway of these metal poles just leads straight up to. Uh, I suppose that's the path he mentioned. Scrim produces the light orb. What's this thing called? Daylight. The glow ball. I think it had a particular name. 
It's gonna be a glow ball from now on. The glow ball. What was the? What was the? Did you find the magic item name? I don't know what Pierce it's actually called. I don't remember. It's called uh, And he says, <clears throat> "Sunrise." Uh, no, Aziz. No, no. That's the blasty. Oh, I believe there was don't one. That, I believe there was one that makes sunrise, it. and it emits daylight as per the daylight spell. I thought sunrise is the one that makes it float. It does oh, you're too. right. Sunrise does. Based sunrise makes this. it float. And it floats and produces a little bit of light, right? It, the regular light spell. Regular so it's a decent spell. amount of light. It's like so a amount of he does. Like it's an out. Cool, man. Scream out. All right. So, if you see a weird-looking creature, this is your signal to not shoot it. I'm not going to do the nuts. All right. Let's go. Aurora says, are we just going forward then? What would you suggest? Maybe... She looks around at each of you. We should test it out? What do you mean? Damn! And she disappears into the ground. She just falls through the clouds like she, like, her feet no longer, uh, no longer hold her onto the clouds and she just... And you see, like, a little hole in the clouds just form as you see... She, like, drops down, as then the clouds solidify back up. We look at each other like... I hope that worked. <laughs> but it seems to have worked. Well, so, it definitely went down. Are we wait- we're waiting for Aurora. It- There's no time limit on... You look at the bear jaw, he's like, you feel anything fading? Just my, my intestines standing I don't know here. if I would know if it was fading or not. This is all very foreign to me. <laughs> well, Aurora's got about a minute to get back here. Uh, I'm sure she's on her way. She can catch up. A minute passes. We keep walking. Maybe she chickened out? Two minutes. She chickened Three out. Minutes. How long you how long will you actually wait? Two minutes sounds good. Alright, you're moving forward after moving two minutes. Moving forward. Alright. Not enough stuff. There's not enough of it. I What do you worry? I don't know. I, she I, hit the ground too hard and splashed. Well, I guess she's fine. We forward, can't do right? anything about it now. We're moving forward. She, she was, she was tested. There's, how long do we have up here? Uh, we we never asked. Is the problem yeah. right? So, let's let's wait longer than two minutes. He said it takes a little bit to come down. I'd rather it doesn't cost us anything to use the keyword. Just my patience. Right, let's. We have been waiting for many things on many days. And I'd never liked any of it. I'd rather have the Shatter Spike on our side by waiting for a couple minutes. He says, a Mark couple says, more minutes. I'm only, I'm only worried that Bear Jaws effect wears off. We never asked. Well, if she doesn't come back soon, I'm assuming she... Then you hear a crack, and the ah, there she cloud is. bursts up, and Aurora's standing there, and she goes, Well, just so you know, it's a little less pleasant on the way down, but it does work. Splendid. Good. All right, let's fall in. He says, and I didn't mean to say it was pleasant on the way up. Gosh. No, that was... That was terrible. Johnny. <laughs> really puts the bed in the future. Double check with us before you start activating. He says, were you really going to enter that place without making sure that the thing that saves our lives works? Yes. Uh, absolutely. There is... He says, I'm sorry, I have so much to learn. <laughs> Bobby says, like... You weren't... Uh, carry on. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
You can walk towards, there's a, there's, you know, it's a narrowish, 10 feet wide uh, pathway. I feel like this is one of those things where like, we're now, we've been doing this for months together. Bear dropping the lead. Mock yeah, bear dropping. You just like Let's fall into the, the, the marching order without much discussion. Like, in fact, the order you went it. into the there's no conversation the about thing, it. Thing it was like he was like, all right, enter, and Bear just steps forward, then yeah. mocks up forward after that, and then like it's there's just a little bit of the feeling of a unit by this point, I would think. Like, and it was did. only Baron like gesturing for Aurora to go in, like yeah. second to last before that she went in, and then Baron we know that Baron's got the rear. He's got it. Well, all right. And, uh, yeah, as you walk closer and closer, this cloudy structure starts looming over, and you realize it must be a hundred feet up. A hundred feet up, and as wide as you can see, as wide as the largest coliseum uh, uh, in in the land, and uh, surely it makes you think of... Such a uh, such a thing as you approach, as you see that it's solid walls of cloud, but the path leads right through it. Does it seem more organic, or does it seem like built of cloud material, cloud stuffs? Uh, it seems built of cloud stuffs. Also, I was supposed to change the music when you guys got up here, so just do it. Walking around. The uh, it's, it's that's truly marvelous to kind of can wield wield kind of. Visible water vapor as some sort of constructive architectural material. It's probably just awe striking. Yeah, this is all so far. Of course, Mark's thinking about the construction <laughs> outside of Not even Barron's to be seen. Experience. He's just taking it as it comes. It's like, oh, all right. It's a bit yeah. wild-eyed and not wild-eyed, wide-eyed. <laughs> Well, we're we're beyond the pale here. Yeah. This is all very strange. It's not Kansas anymore, Baron. Mm. Alright. All right. Bear Jaws first to the wall of cloud of this structure. Baggy, y'all, like. You're gonna attempt to walk through the cloud now. Is it. Is it a door? We will find out. She pushes her hand out. As she pushes her hand out. The wall of cloud moves as if on a hinge. <laughs> oh hinges God. to the side. I'm glad I didn't walk into it. That would have been silly. It would have been like walking into a door. door. <laughs> I'm impressed She's with learning. the construction that She's they can learning. make hinges. <laughs> Doors on hinges. And uh, it opens up into a huge cavernous space, and you see lightning swirling around inside against. The one wall, and then the far wall, and then high up in the ceiling, and then somewhere it's else. like teleporting around. I think they said it would start attacking us as soon as we entered. Or he said, Essen. So, I think that's it. Mark says, remember, the lightning from the torso. Aim your attacks. We'll, we'll have to figure out what brings lightning from the torso. <laughs> and stay close to Bearjaw for... Cozy time. I can tell you if you want a little, little extra help. Is it everyone who's adjacent to Bear Jaw? Yeah. 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 That's so, which not is most of just us. Mark. No, I mean, this is a marching order, but it's, I think this is not the formation that we want. Yeah, once we have space, let's. let's we're gonna need a map. Let's get there. What can we do? Probably just. White. The white map. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We have a white map here. Do you want this or do you want the white erased one? 
Uh, if that one's okay, but that one looks sort of torn, and I'm not, I think that's a pre-written map. I think that might be used. Oh. Yeah, the way race one to be better. It's probably outside because it doesn't fit in the crate. It doesn't fit in the crate, yeah. Let's clear some space. Take some. Yeah, I'm soaking it. What did you say? Giant poison snake. Interesting. That's how you say those words. That sounded. Say it, tinned again? Giant poisonous snake. It sounds like her. On the one hand, I brought this. On the other hand, we have this. You guys were speaking to a. Genasi. Genasi. That's interesting. It's a much more pretentious. It's round. Or do you just want it to be unclear? Do it. Oh, I've never yes. It. I feel Genasi. like it's I kind mean, of. You said Colosseum. And, and then you found a Colosseum. And then we had one, and I was like, well, motherfucker. That one's in water. So I think maybe this one works a little better. Or yeah, do you like the blue one more? I mean, clouds yeah, are water. This is you, man. Clouds are water. Good point. Clouds are water. I don't like we've water. ever needed the water Colosseum before, so. Now we do need that water Colosseum. Uh. So it is much larger than this in a five foot uh, uh, square. These are 10 feet. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Okay. You're going to need longer ranges that can be represented. Yes. With five feet squares. Come in here. Eric? Yes. I'm going to need a single. Well, how about you deal with these minis then? And I will set up your formation for entering this place. So, do, 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 do. we step I mean, in. This I, is these not are bad, but I if you've got a bigger batter, those are way too small. Okay, so. these uh, That's fine. I, I didn't know if you needed a complimentary. New. No. Uh, well. We need the biggest, baddest. The biggest you want the giant the gold dragon? Well, we one of the front um, So, for the for the purposes of being adjacent to Bear Jaw, these are ten foot squares. Just be adjacent within ten feet. Within ten feet, okay. It just it mostly matters because this guy can move long ranges. Gotcha. Okay. So, so, so still doing a square, but maybe one more moving. Uh, yeah. You you'll, you'll, ra- you'll round down so the dwarves can move two squares. Boom. Uh, Others can move three. Uh, we're gonna put the map grim. perfectly. It's just it'll be close. Uh, we're gonna put Aurora. She's also a frontline fighter. Her behind. Um, and we're gonna go like that. And we're gonna go like that. And Baron's gonna be the odd man out. And that's just what it's gonna be. Pretty good options, man. We have some pretty cool guys. Ooh, we have some really cool guys. We need more of one I mean, type of this thing. This is the closest we got. <laughs> <laughs> is that the right size or need bigger? I mean, it's tens, so it actually works There's pretty that, well. And, and of course, the Storm Titan is like. Storm Titan is pretty sweet, and yeah, eventually someday cool. you'll fight a Titan, but it's, it's definitely not a bipedal thing. Okay. Yeah, so not, it, it, it that's a. It's good 30 feet across. It's, uh, it's big. Okay. And this has a face too. It's got like eyes right there. It has face. Yes. Alright, it it's got some oh, angry eyes. Amazing. When I saw that, I was like, that's how Damon's D&D going D&D people, out. if you get a pat on the back for mm-hmm. naming the light orb, the very intuitive drift globe. Ah, uh, drift globe. It's so oh, yeah. tricky with their names. Of course. Drift globe. Drift globe. That's the one. Uh, did you find the name for the snake staff? Nope. 
I'm gonna look that up next. Isn't that, isn't, I just try to add it. Alright. I think I get some good options, though. As nope. you each nope. step nope. through the precipice, roll initiative. Beyond not bad, not bad. Okay. Decent. Beyond natural Better 20. Than you do. Uh. Oh! Oh, this is like a big boom. Alright. Mock. 22. Verja. 15. Coilvane. 10. 10. Scrimcorn. 9. They didn't win me. Okay. Uh, DM. Uh, uh. 23. 23. Oh, okay. Um, okay. our NPCs, Drustin and uh, Aurora. Just throw them at the end. Yeah, throw them at the end. Okay. Getting ready. Psyching yourself up. Imagine <laughs> the toddler psyching myself up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Finn, what are you doing? There you go. Get pumped. That's Get it. Pumped. Sun. Get sun. For the purposes of the initiative tracker, what do you want to call the storm? Yes. Elder. Tempest. Elder Tempest. Yeah. He's of course going first, and then Mock is uh, on deck. So feisty. God damn it, that was. It's feisty. It's, I mean. It's a bit more than wind That sprite. might be an understatement. But it is feisty. I mean, it's feisty, and it's windy. She just really, really pushed her soul last word. The noun Christ. was fucked. Yeah, no, that was wrong. Wow. Oh, so you're on deck. Yeah, I'm on Elder? deck. Super being? Okay, That's what we have called it. I can't believe that I'm on deck. Tempest? But uh, I'm glad that I am. Yeah, I can roll a natural. That's as good as you can do on initiative. Max initiative. Thank you, but. Dude, and I have a 14 dex. It's not a. It's not a uh, we should take a picture to show uh, this to show Kevin. Yeah, we should. Ah, young Drustin Green. He said he won't be checking his phone. Though. Yeah, no, we won't. He won't. That's okay. Well, that Australian museum is going to take forever. Yep. I mean, all right. He's only got. Dan's the, writing down the, the initiative. I'm going to go ahead and yeah. get started here. Yeah, yeah. Gavin. <clears throat> yeah. You see. Immediately upon stepping, uh, like you step in, and there's just a couple beats. You see lightning, like here, there, and then suddenly the entire area fills with fog and charged lightning zapping all throughout as the entire area becomes covered in a living storm. It is lightly obscured everywhere. Uh, open flames are extinguished. Uh, 
Disadvantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing, which is weird because it's already let you obscured, which already provides disadvantage on wisdom perception checks. Well, now it's on hearing. They rely on seeing. Oh, I see. It does both now. Um, The winds impose a disadvantage on all ranged attack rolls. We'll stop. Okay. Uh, And the winds extinguish open flames flames and disperse fog. Okay. Uh, You can see flying through the fog as you squint your eyes to see what it is that you face and you see a massive snake-like beast formed of clouds with wings along its entire snake-like body and bolts of lightning continuously shooting from its eyes and body and tail as uh, it opens its mouth and lets out a scream. And this scream is the howl of the loudest, most ear-piercing wind you have ever heard in your life as it rattles your skull and then suddenly all around you, lightning as it uses its lightning storm ability. All creatures within 120 feet of the Tempest. Make a DC 17 dexterity save. Uh, now, how far are we from this? Uh, well, you come we back. Are, we're all you're, within 130 feet. You got your thing. That's 12. Wait, yeah. I guess it's 12 squares because yeah. you're in 10s. 3, 4, so, 5, 6, 7, 8, bear 9, jaw. 10, 11, 12. Oh. Everyone. Just bear. Bear jaw automatically succeeds because... Uh, uh, as a reminder, the enchantment of grounding automatically succeeds all saving throws against lightning attacks, of which this is one of a few. And uh, all adjacent allies get an advantage on the roll. I'm the not adjacent, so I don't get advantage. You're not. Dex saving throw, you said? Dexterity, eight, uh, 17. Uh, Baron fails. Mock failed. 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 17. Failed. Saved. Stream passed, and of course, Bear passes. Yay, me. 5d8 lightning damage. Holy moly, that is an incredibly That's low a roll. great one to not... Uh, 4, 5, 6, only 11 damage on a 5d8. Uh, 11 lightning damage, half on a uh, uh, half on a save. Round down. Round down. With a save, you only take 5 lightning damage. Everyone else takes 11. Oh, wait. Did anyone fail the saving throw by 5 or more? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. No, yeah, so I rolled an 8 plus 2, so that's 5. I had 8. Yeah. That is stunned. Okay. So what does that do? For one round. Stun is... Uh, Stun is not an effect you see very often. Oh, uh, where's my... Finn took my quick reference sheet. That's another thing. Drustin does have ports. I think it's on the couch. I think it's on the couch. has got it. She's so incapacitated, so can't move. That, that's another special circumstance. Drustin specifically has ports. He has, we had a long rest before this. He has two ports. Do we want to bring them into play? Uh, we should bring them into play. Uh, you want to roll the two portents? I would love to roll both of the portents. Yeah, do them. So he has a 12 and a 7. Mm-hmm. All right, middle Record room. them. So keep those in the holster. All right, it says a stunned creature is incapacitated, can't move, can only speak falteringly, 
Uh, the creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Okay. And so incapacitated is... It's on just use page. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, just can't, you can't take, take attacks. Or, or yeah. reactions. Can't take actions or reactions. Like can't move. No, no, no. Can't no, because you're... Uh, so basically you just lose a turn. Does it say speed zero or... Um, that was part of stunned, is you can't move. Can't move is, can't move. is part of it. Perfect. Can't move. Can't move. Uh, That's its turn. Uh, yep. Baron is shocked. Zap. Oh, uh, no, Mox next, yeah, and he is stunned. That's right, so the uh, the lightning, just a storm, like from it, just the lightning, you, as you see its body, the lightning shoots out from its body, and it just chains off of this foggy, cloudy mass, and it just chain like becomes just a, uh, uh, basically like a massive ball lightning, like in this entire space, like just shockwave, just like uh, uh, shatters out as, uh, but it only sort of barely gets you as everyone huddles around and that lightning on bear jaw, like the, on her, as the lightning hits her and each of you, the lightning arcs to her and shoots down to the ground and you see bits of holes form in the cloud beneath your feet as it like opens up and you see lightning shoot down and then it closes back up, but despite that, Mock and Baron only, right? Uh, uh, still five. get the brunt of it in their uh, in their core and just holding them. It would be Mock's turn. Oh, and then it would be Baron's turn. Yeah, yeah. Mock, hey, Mock can still speak falteringly. He can speak falteringly. He can say damn. He says, Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. That is a recharge power. Cool. Yes. Good to know. And yeah, basically saying, don't wait for us because nope. so we're next to you. Fucking get after it. Yep. Bear Jaw's next. All right. Uh, Bear Jaw activates rage power. Uh, obviously, this is awesome. Yep. Being a, a, a I just yeah, I can't uh, I can't get this thing to like unpit. No, just click uh, long rest and it will yeah. reset all the stuff. I've done that and it doesn't actually do it. I, I don't know why. It turns green, and it's like, do you really want to do a long rest? And then you have to click again. Just double click that cool. cool down thing. Well, okay. That'll fix your surges and stuff. Well, too. at this point, I'll, anyway, just, yeah, keep going. I'll just fix it. Okay, guys. Here we go. Um, okay, yeah, so we're gonna... Um, so, rage first. Ask questions later. Um, and she's gonna bolt in there. Uh, let's see. Her speed is... 40 feet. 40 feet, so she can get in there. So that's Munch 10. Hang on, remember, counting by 10s. Counting by 10s. I know, that's what I just did. Four. Okay. 40 yeah. feet. Oh, nice. And the rest of the distance should be doable with a... A really long One, throw, two, three, maybe? You're within uh, 50. 60 feet. Yeah, 60 feet there. Yeah, what's your range on the uh, Hammer of All Souls? Your it's 51, basically. range 60 is, is... You gotta click on it. It's special. Special. The long range... Uh, with a... Normal range 20 feet. feet long range of 60. 60 feet. Okay. You can... So that's 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 you are at exactly the range you need to be able to throw. Cha-ching! I'll throw my hammer. I'll hit it with a with hammer. hammer. Well, well, we hope we'll hit it with the hammer. I'll take it. This I'll put it in the box. Long range is disadvantage, right? Long range is disadvantage, and you have disadvantage anyway because it's a ranged attack in this place at all. Yeah, so okay, I long range doesn't matter, actually. Yeah, exactly. I, I still, I it's like it was right next to you, and still in this place. And still fucked. Okay, so... And all it takes is one source of advantage to null out all the disadvantages. And I'm just going to roll both my attacks because I'm going to do this twice. That's one attack because it's yes. disadvantage, so you need two dice for one attack. Oh! 
then, so you then roll, I will roll, just take do that. Worst, yeah. and then we'll it's roll, too hard to do two attacks yes. with disadvantage at the same time. Mm, not bad. bad. Pretty good. 22 is the lowest there. Uh, 22 will hit. Okay. Roll some damage. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's just uh, do the other attack and then do damage for both. And that's a 1d10 plus 7? 2d8. Remember, you get an extra 8 because you're throwing it. For distance. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes. And you get plus 2 for rage damage. Yes. Yeah. 2d8 plus 9. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that's 7, 8, 9. You can do it 9 plus... times. Okay, now my numbers are all mixed 18. up. 18. 18. Okay, thank you. <laughs> 18. Is it dead? It is not no. dead. No, okay. Hey. We just had to check. Great throw. <laughs> Great throw. There Maybe you he go. had a glass job, but a big cut. Just hit, just hit right on that delicate single. You point. reversed the last two digits of his hit points. Ooh. That is the only algebra clue you get for his total hit. Hey, wait till next level, Greg. Really level seven. All right, let's get started, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math. Okay, so now I'm gonna attack again, again with disadvantage. This one's probably not gonna hit. No, oh, probably. I mean, a 17. 17 is not enough. Mm, oh, I didn't that's a think high so. Threshold. This guy seems beefy. Okay, so that's it. I did my bonus. I did my move. I did my double attacks. I okay. My rage is good. I think I can call it a move. We're done. Bearjaw looks really happy about this. Like, even hitting it once feels pretty good. Like, when she hits it, the hammer being forged of the gods, it's like, it's not like just some, like, piddly little, like, pink. It's like the lightning from this creature just, like, explodes off where it hits. A divine hammer hitting a divine evil elemental. Yeah, it's like it was made for this. It, the only thing that would be better if it was, like, in a giant. You know, then, you know, but but there's like this, there's this reaction between the... There's been a lot of late night conversations about what's really big, but what's a giant. But what's a giant? Yeah, well, the giant, the species. Uh, <laughs> well, that's pretty clear uh, about it. The species called giants, the speak giant, those are giants, everything else is just very lucky. So, immediately after Bear Jaw's turn... Oh, my first... The legendary creature uses... A legendary action. Oh, fuck you! Legendary actions may be used at the end of any player's turn, but they get a limited number of total actions per round. Okay. And the different actions they have can cost a different amount. So he gets three legendary actions per round. And uh, he has a couple different things he can do, which cost from one oh, to don't three fall of me those into a actions. Snake again. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So the most powerful <laughs> one you can only use once. Your weakest one you can use three times. Yes. Okay. Oh, the two and oh, the one. Oh my glob. Correct. Um, is this uh, this is a new? I haven't heard of legendary creatures. This is we've had one. This is bad. You've never had. Uh, you've never faced a creature that has Tell me what the fuck happens to me. Come on. Well, then I guess we'll never have killed one as We did the multi-headed thing where I made up my own thing. Legendary Actions is by the book. part of the mechanics of very high-level... Stop oh, talking so. about it and just do uh, it! Okay. God! So, a <laughs> single lightning me. strike. Uh, everyone back from where Bearjaw has left. Tears of a crackling above their head. Oh. As a single bolt slams down on the ground right on Aurora. And it hits Aurora and oh, everyone Aurora. within five feet of her, which oh. is so everyone, no one, which is everyone. Everyone is within five feet. That's adjacent. You are adjacent when you are when you are next. Okay. Call it within ten feet. Right, right. right. Yeah, call it within ten because we you're, need to resolve. We're 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how much? So uh, everybody gets zapped except me. Yes. I was uh, excited, and now I'm. 
That is going to be Ooh. a uh, that is going to be a DC 18 dexterity cool. saving throw. Goddamn! Uh, what's the effect of saving throws and stunned? I missed that. Uh, you automatically fail if it's dexterity. And this is a dexterity saving throw. Yes, it is. Oh, Do so I even roll? Never mind. Because does the difference matter? The difference does not matter on this. Good catch. Okay. Wait, why does why do people automatically fail? Stunned. Because they're stunned. Oh, because you're stunned. Where's your ten? I even rolled. I'm not going to give you my ten. Are you holding a ten? No, I'm not holding my ten. I just can't see it. Oh, you're holding a ten. You're going to get that good mojo. Put it back in that. I'm going to leave it right there. No, why are there D10s in your hand? No, what are you doing, guys? Stop getting electrocuted. Pretty low again. Stop it. Yeah, seven, eight. Eight lightning damage. Oh, thank God. Legit. And no extra effects. Shit, how many did you roll? Three. Three to ten. Three, and you got an eight? Yeah. That's not bad at all. But those are two very That's low damage. That's on the low end. considered. Yeah. Stun was unlucky on your saving throw, but the damage rolls. How, oh, how long does it take for you to unstun? Man, we have zero dex characters in this group. Yeah. yeah. And so to have two people go down with dex, that's pretty okay. Like, oh, I see you're saying on the whole. To be less than five, I would have had to roll more than a 12 to not to be within five of the, of, of the fail. Yeah, well, you got an advantage, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Anyway, uh, next person's turn. Oil vein. Oil vein. Run, oil vein! Get help! Uh, Damn. Sam, put me next to, uh, to the left of the... If any of you say that word in your character's voice... Yeah, what would you like? Yeah, What's your speed? I, agree. I fully uh, agree. 30? So no, you can move three squares. Uh, can you put no. me one fuck. in front of uh, as as diagonally to the left of the Say God fucking I mean, that's not actually oh, true. Oh, that's be an one, two. That's an action. That's the thing. Okay. Can okay. I go one more? Can you go one, two? Can I go one more? Give him oil, man. You have 30 feet of range. Can I go like that or go like that? No, no, no. Greg, did you tell us whether or not the action he just took is a These are These are not anything. Yeah, that was a sure. two cost. I'll go sideways. That? Yeah, there you yeah. go. I think okay. we got spread out here. I don't think that clumping yeah, is a no, good idea. There's no sure. reason to be next to anybody except for Bear Jaw. Yeah, I'm I'm positive in the sense of I'm like the lightning rod that gets it away from you. Yeah. I think that's basically what I'm doing Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's, it's one of those things where... So, I will do like, uh, Firebolt. Firebolt! So yes! I'm going to go stretch out of town. I wish you'd do it <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's game. Yeah, we'll right, you have the range for it. There. Yeah. Eighty feet. One twenty. Oh, that's yeah. right. A lot of those those fire bolt spells are. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Easy there, buddy. This is an attack roll. It's a range attack roll, so it's disadvantage. Yeah, roll another one. Take the worst. Range attack roll. Uh, what was that again? Uh, no. Huh? <laughs> I do not. You roll two. I mean, I guess using matter. the one oh, that you have for disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. Could be worse. Oh, that's uh, for the disadvantage. That would be twelve. So. Twelve, not enough. Seventeen is not enough. Seventeen is not enough. Yeah. Okay. So no good. Does it? And then the wind blows the it uses away. a legendary action <sighs> and flies. Fuck you! Yeah. Little snake-like figure flies straight up 120 feet in the air. Oh. You should get a. Well, that was fast. A base. Yeah. You want a note? We need a cup, really. Yeah, we need a cup. Uh, this will work. Are we well. gonna get up there? Actually, dry out the water. We should. We should go down. Push this thing. 
to another. You're grounded the to, to get another one. Oh. Get another one. Oh, Just go for it anyway. Oh, no, no. See right. what happens. I could have sworn someone it was the dragon was swimming. We'd have to really hold on tight though. If someone swimming. removed a, a fly there you go. power It was swimming in the murky water. Oh, there we go. That um, looks pretty I, good, actually. Uh, that like looks it. very difficult I to have, fight. I have access I can't uh, fly. to a grounding thing. Any flying We've never power. used it, and I... Can Justin get, make us fly? Justin has a power that me. can make us fly, right? No, the next time we fight an Elder Tempest, I'll bring that. Okay, good. Uh, you mean the next no time we fight this Elder Tempest? This Elder Tempest. Anyone? Anyone got a point? You want to make a note of its current height somewhere? What it takes to fly? I don't know. 120. Yeah, that's good. Um, um, I don't have any given that this is in jail, I don't think it's going anywhere. Uh-huh. We can just wait for it to come back You're locked in here with no, me! No, it's just going to zap us to death. Oh, you have a magic item that adds the spell to your cell list. Right, uh, next is Scrimcorn. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, um, he sees it go up and Scrim's eyes go wide as he processes this bullshit. (laughs) This bullshit. (laughs) This fuckery. (laughs) You guys can't fly. Um. I don't have anything that's that strange. Um. Do you, does your vine whip go that far, and can it? I mean, wrap and this thing, this thing is huge. It's beautiful. It's like a snake Just beast. To, as as Scrimcorn is figuring like out this thing, as it flies up into the air. I mean, it is this long. It's coral. It is this long, you know, snake, snake-like at cloud it, structure. It's a and magic card. This picture might make its body <laughs> it's look weird. not super thick, but that that body is like a huge tree trunk. It's How like a redwood. Does tree. it move? When it moves, is, does it move like an or like a, like a creature, or is that kind Undulate of like something like that like smoke. is abstract to the eye? Kind of like a never-ending staircase type of thing. Like it's it moving in a. In a, in a it's mostly way? like a creature, but there are bits where you swear, like as it moves, instead of its tail like sort of like whipping down, it's it's like it's like its tail just sort of like like disappeared and then formed again here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, but it is. It seems to be mostly bound by a structure, but there's. There's some like shifting parts of it. at work. I love that picture. It's okay. amazing. It's yeah, the picture the of the actual zapping Elder, Elder Tempest. Tempest. Yeah, go figure. Wonderful. Um, winglings on it. Winglings on feeling there, screamy cord with it. Big beefy arm coming out of the back there. Good option, but how does your lightning right bolt thing work? Is that uh, probably not? How does that work vertically? Probably not very good against a Elder Tempest. Certainly not. That was yeah. I considered. Um, uh, part of this will stick the same, but um. Can you bring it down at all, or make us fly, or? Um, I cannot uh, bring it down or make all of us fly. How tall are you as a snake? Um, 120 feet. If I stretch out, if you stretch out and I stand on top. Um, so Scrim's going to move 30 feet forward, um, and then he's going to cast a spell. Um, there's no reason. I'm just trying to figure out that basically Scrim can can has better odds of restraining it once it's on the ground, but there's no reason it would come down. Well, I know it does do up close attacks. Perhaps you can taunt it and it will make a mistake. <laughs> I'm gonna double down on it. it. I'm not gonna change tactics just because the battlefield changed. Yeah, that would be stupid. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> Laser focused. All right, so Scrim um, uh, runs forward and stays uh, within uh, within the shadow of Bear Jaw. Ooh, that's um, gonna be my memoir. Uh, in the shadow of the Bear shadow Jaw. Of Bear Jaw. Um, okay, so he's still in the same three by three spot. 
Uh, and uh, as Scrim runs, you see him uh, stick his hands into. Uh, actually, he has his staff out. Sticks his hand in one of his pouches, and uh, and as he pulls his hand out, it's covered in spider webs. And uh, two of these guys pop up. These are large spiders. Nice. They're large sized spiders. They're they're giant spiders, but they're large spiders. Do they have um, those magical? And they things? cannot fly nor bring him down, but they are within 60 feet. One, two, three, four, five, uh, six, yeah. yeah. Yes? Yes, Sam. You want to say something? Yeah. How big are the spiders? They are... Right um, now, they're like 20 feet across. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yes, but and we, are, and we are 10 feet across. I know. So, yeah, it's a little bit of an issue. Um, yeah. We could use a small... I don't have enough tiny minis, sorry. So, therefore, we're just going to roll with the current. I think it's fine. For almost all tactical decisions, it's exactly the same thing. Um, The only reason for going 10 squares is because this guy can move 120 feet, and I need a bigger... We just need... Metric. I think we're good here. I think we're good. But thank you. Thank you. Um, So, these guys are basically going to be a kitty corner if he was on the ground. So, he comes up. He sticks his hand in there. Um, uh, Two spiders... Spiders... No natural way for them to come in, into existence when we were in Cloud Temple. Um, uh, so uh, there's some spiders. They fly on the air with little parachutes made of glass. They do. They come in on the on the writing. No, we were fly. Just like through the wall of the cloud, and they land and go. And coming back up. Uh, and uh, nice. paratroopers have arrived. And uh, Scrim then uh, kind of uh, dives down into the ground and, and rolls together into a mass of spiders himself. And has a bonus action to transform and move and uh, some of that. So it's not actually getting an attack on this guy, but he is Things get rather webby. Things Who get webby. Who wants an aid from Drewston? Uh, is there a saving throw for the stun? I think it just ends at the end of. Uh, no, I, uh, it was. Um, it just ends, right? It was for one turn, I believe. Yeah. Good enough. So we are not stunned now. Uh, can we. I think until it's still the, the end of your next turn, so you're not stunned anymore. You're unstunned. Can you use. So I saved against that because I was immediately after him, and I did roll my dice, and I did save. Yes, you yeah. guys were not stunned when that second attack landed. You get to roll. Oh, I did roll, and Good I point. did save. Yeah, it's weird. Your stun ended like immediately sure. because your. I didn't roll. Let's see what happens. So. Yeah. So right. half that last damage. Yeah. How much was it? It was nine. Eight. I have it right. It was eight. eight. It was eight. It was eight. So yeah. up four. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up four. <laughs> Okay, we're getting it though. Totally, totally forgot about that. No, that's good. Uh, who should get the advantage from Justin? Um, I think whoever someone should use. You can use aid for the. Uh, for, you can use advantage on a saving throw. I for think uh, it can be advantage. Marijah, oh, it can be more, an attack or, or, or a defense. Mock has 600 feet range, and he's going to be. Do well, that. Do okay, that. Then let's do that. I so that or Royal Vane, he's got a lot of right attacks. Now, What's your range, Royal Vane? Because you have better attacks than Mock. His bow is not his premier attack. He. My longest range one is my fireball at 120 feet. That's a cantrip, right? You can get it. Because I only get uh, the the advantage only applies to one of his arrows, so I say give it to your firebolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But bam. Hit him with a firebolt. Fireballs. All right, you have a you have an aid advantage and Aurora. uh, She's gonna move. She's on the board. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys define what she's she's gonna move. She's gonna call her up to me. Steps away from the group. Be like. 
I call her over to me. Like, she's got speed 25 if she's a dwarf. Are we rounding up or down? Oh yeah, it's down. All, all rounding in. So in. two squares. Okay. I'm just trying to get her close to... She takes a couple feet. steps forward and readies... She takes 25 feet forward. <laughs> yeah, 25 feet forward. She's holding uh, She's holding her uh, shatter spike in one hand, and she's got a dagger in the other. Can you throw that far? But 120 feet, I think, is out of range of a dagger. Well, How far she's, is she's that, readying. Like, re- like, yeah. Okay. That's Justin. How far you already is that? said he aids. Uh, Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah, so, but Justin, yeah, he, uh, uh, he just, Cousins? That's a big sprite. <laughs> Ah, uh, Balados will pay for this skullduggery! And then he spins a crystal lever and says, I think we should split up. Cultists of Asharlan! Aid me in my. Something. Bless my enemy! Something Bless dragonborn enemy. from the Sunless Citadel! Something. Some dragon on dragon crime! The sexy uh, kind. The sexy kind. And AIDS oil vein. Big Tempest. And, uh, well, we're out of time. So should, we, we? Go, should we go one more Tempest? Uh, uh, I'm up into another Tempest turn. Round. You want one more? I got nothing in the morning. It can't be around. I got nothing. Too I, 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 I kind of want to know what he does. Does he just go 120 feet further? Further? Does he kill all of us in one turn? Well, <laughs> first. Surely not. The refresh. Oh, the refresh. The refresh is on two through six. Yeah, it's a it's a refresh too. No, it does not recharge. That's good to know. It's a five six, <laughs> or at least not a four. It's, it's one through six four. minus four. Just the four. Just. All right. It is up high and then darts down lightning fast, yeah. like a lightning bolt. Whole body literally going oh, directly no. above oil vein. Does it pass through my threat range? Can I attack it? It does not pass through your threat Fuck range. Fuck you! Does it go through the spider's threat range? Nope. It flies directly above oil vein. It At is what elevation? 20 feet up. So okay. it's 25 feet up. Oh, okay. You can write a 25 there, if you would, please. I will. Did Mock ready something? Nope. No. Okay. He was stunned. He was stunned. Yeah, stunned. That's true. He is 25 feet up, and then, uh, uh, and then its body, again, as I had said, like, it sort of shifts its body to the side, and then in an instant, its cloud like reforms right next to oil vein, slamming one side, as then it solidifies again to its sort of snake-like form, and then slams to the side, and then its whole body like disappears and reforms next to oil vein on the other side, and slams from his left. Just like slamming him with his body as oil vein finds that it is not as fluffy as a cloud, uh, which it looks like it is made out of. Uh, it's not even a little fluffy! It's got a melee attack range of 25. 20, 20 feet. 20 feet. And so 25 feet up. Damn. Damn, Daniel. The. Uh, you, he doesn't get advantage on this attack for any reason. It's not that I can think of. You're not getting disadvantage, you're not stunned. Unless he's allies with the Earth. Does he get disadvantage on range attacks because of... Uh, yes, he would. Um, theor- probably no. Uh, he doesn't actually have any range attacks. All his range attacks are DC6. Oh. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's probably why they didn't write anything. Get them nice! <laughs> Here are the two, it was a two. thunderous Stress. slam attacks on you. Ooh. One is going to be a 24, one's a 23. Uh, those both hit. Devil mess. <laughs> 24 and 23 uh, will hit each, and Ooh. each of them will deal. No! Let's see. Rip these. 2d4 minus 3 damage. I, I yell a certain word right now. 
Would you escape the damage? Uh, <laughs> Darn it. Was that the word? Darn. Shoot. Damage. Oh, shucks. Nuts. Oh, oh my god. Oh. What is with this damage roll? 3d6 produces okay a 4 plus 6, so it is 10. Hey, that's an above average roll for 1d6. Thunder, 10 thunder damage on that first one. This one will, this one will recommend And the it. second one is a nope, still below shitty, average. That's going to be an 8 plus 6, so that's going to be a, a 14 damage. How are you, 14 how are you thunder doing over damage there, on the buddy? second yeah. Are you down or are you damn? You can't say it. It's an action. You're oh, unconscious, no, is what you're saying? I'm unconscious. Yeah. Oil vein is unconscious, and that is the Tempest's turn. That is his. Okay. Oh, it is not his entire movement. What? Perhaps Aurora. But it have... Does anything trigger on his unconsciousness? Because it says like you won't die. Does that mean he like? Nothing triggers on his unconsciousness. Nothing triggers on. Because we could maybe bring him up with his spell. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah so... Aurora could potentially administer his good bearing. Uh, and then he flies an additional... Uh, oh my god, the numbers here are so huge. He was 120 feet up, he went to 25 feet up, which means he flew 95 feet. So he also went forward a bit. Yeah, but diagonals could be in here or nothing. So he, now he's up 50 feet. How much damage does so he take? he flies down, slams oil vein a couple times, and then uh, and then turns straight back up into the air and flies up fifty feet. So he's fifty feet total up. He is fifty feet up at the end of his turn. I do have my strength of the grave thing, and I can so I'm reduced to zero. Yep. What does it do? Uh, I come back. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can make a character saving throw DC five plus damage taken. DC Do 5 it. plus yeah. damage taken, and you took. Uh, which one dropped you? The damage. first hit or the second hit? The second one. The second one. Okay. So that was what I roll and then I add. What was that? Damage, I just added damage taken to it. You said DC 5 plus damage yeah. taken is a nightmare. Is it damage taken total or damage beyond your health? Uh, this just says damage taken. Okay. For the downing attack, that'd be a 19. A 19. So. Roll that shit. Uh, That's see. too cool. It's so cool. Ah, oh, Jesus. So that's four plus seven, eleven. So that does not. Could have done it. So if you had succeeded, you just pop right back up. Yeah. yeah I done that only like one. Wait, don't we have a portents? No, it's too late. But we, the portents wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have helped. Oh wait, you had plus seven. Ah, we should have done it. Yeah, it would have done it. So you see, all no, body royal, kind of back and forth, and then. Yeah, I, I don't know what his modifier is. Yeah. And now, I see the oil vein at 12 down. Tempest 50 feet in the air. We'll continue next week. We'll continue next week. Oh, Great. Take a picture. I got some plants. I got some plants. Oh, yeah. These spiders are not. I'm not, just not there here. Not there here. They got some cool stuff. Oh, boy. Is it web shooting? Can they shoot webs? <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yas. 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 Yas.